0: Ibra di testa, Tonali gol Sandro, Meritato, Sandro, Touching nothing
1: that I do, I mean no disrespect. The bars today was dropping over there and make them switch connects. Get anything I wanna making sure I never miss a step. Only thing we ever focused on is secret.
2: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Serie A Spotlight, this is episode 84 and we're your hosts Matt and Jake Here to give you guys our 2022-2023 Serie A season review You bet your sweet ass we will,
1: we've got our tops, we've got our flops, we've got our unsung heroes, we've got our best wins And we've got our worst losses for each of the 20 Serie A teams in the 2022-2023 season
2: Yes sir, we've got our sloppy toppies, we've got our floppy toppies (laughs) as well We've got it all in this episode. Yes, we we most certainly do. (laughs) (laughs) Do not forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, wherever you guys get your content. And don't forget to rate us wherever you're listening to this podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms.
1: Yes, please. We've got our Martini Rosso today. This is going to be a fun one we've got more people joining our patreon guys you should definitely join the family we've got a whatsapp chat that's poppin well good, a few too many premier league fans in there i think right now we need we need some
2: say uh, soldiers We've right got now guys three slash four prem heads one yes. of them is mintoff i wouldn't consider him a prem no, head he's he's a, I think he appreciates but, italian football but look the the prem heads that are on our chat no ball they do they do, they they, do. they're not too biased they call their league the best league in the world which <laughs> <It's> is obviously <laughs> something <laughs> <laughs> something that they say to make themselves sleep better at night yeah, Shout out Tonna, shout out Theo, shout out Santi Yes, our those three are We've got one of our patrons coming to Malta, boys oh, I yes. doubt it's to see us I'm, I'm sure maybe we were some kind of factor in the decision making, maybe But we're going to a festival together yeah. We might do a little, I don't know, a little night out or something That'd be fun, so go to the beach Yes. relax a bit so if you want to meet your favorite two airheads join our patreon
1: yes why not please it's only 3.99 a month guys and we stream we'll give you bonus content the chat is popping every day news yes, um, discussion it's a it's a vibe you yes, know and everyone's yeah. hilarious in there bro the Andy guy kills you
2: and fucking hilarious yeah. but just tell them man
1: yeah tell them what oh yeah sandro Sandra, ah, yes, all right, you're right. Um, and he's gone, the guy in our intro video. No, you are not listening to the Sam Milan podcast. This is <laughs> Shout out to Sam Milan <laughs> podcast. You guys are amazing. They're great. Um, shout out to Ali. shout out to AJ, all amazing. Um, Tonali to Newcastle for about 80 million euros, 90 million euros, 70 million euros, depends on who's reporting it. Yeah, um, I think the latest figure was about 80 million euros with bonuses. Um, now, before we get into it, bro, initial reaction.
2: Initial reaction, yes, no, devastated. Devastated. Initial reaction, Sandro Tonali is my favorite player in the world. Yeah. I, I adore him. I adore everything about him. I adore his industry. I adore his passion, his work ethic, his skill set, how much he's grown. I'm going to miss him tremendously. Yes. Now uh, that the news has settled, mm-hmm. I understand that the markup is remarkable. I understand that if another Serie A team probably went in for Sandro Tonali, the price tag might have been €40 million Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at at most. I understand that Milan need the money and that with that money they can reinforce into other talent. And if there's one core member that you would remove for €90 million, don't let it be Leao, don't let it be Mike, don't let it be Theo. Yeah. Unfortunately, it has to be Sandro. Yes, when, when you
1: look at the players that Milan could sacrifice to make a markup, of course there aren't many, because you, you, you've either got your superstars, who you shouldn't be selling, like yeah. your Leao's, your, your Theo's, and... Then you've got The ones who won't sell For that much Your Salamakers, Your fucking Yeah Calulus, Benacer. in The early days Yes Benasser. Yeah. But then you've got Certain players Who are rated Very highly mm-hmm. Certain players Who are rated More than They're actually Than their actual value They would have A, a certain, certain profile Which yes. is them being
2: Young Italian You know For example
1: uh-huh. um, For me there are Two players That Milan could Choose to sacrifice To cash in on um, Tonali And Tomori now, people would say that, okay, um, this uh, Tonali was the future captain. He was a bandera for Milan. He would have stayed for life. Salary wasn't an issue with him. It's true. but It's valid. You have it's, to remember that. It it's a valid that, argument. But again, football is a business. Football is, again, and I don't want to go on about how the soul is gone from the game. Because when, when you look at fucking the past, the history of Milan, man, the, the players that were always closest to the fans' hearts have always left. Yeah. Apart from, okay, you've got the rare ones. You've got the, you've got Maldini, you've got Baresi, you've got all those. Like, you yeah. know, you've got the legends. All those. You've got those two I- absolute I Sure. Icons. And then you've got like the likes of Inzaghi, you got Tuso, but they were only, they came to Milan at a time when Milan were winning yeah. a lot. Yes, so there was yes, a reason yes. for them to stay, you know, and there was a reason for Milan to keep them because they were the highest mm-hmm. level. And probably at the time, offers mm-hmm. above their wealth didn't come in, above yeah. their value. We must remember that. Uh, we need to keep a cool head, guys. People need to keep a cool head. You can't freak out because of a decision like this. You know, you look at for you look at Kaká, Shevchenko. These guys, all the great Milan players, were were always sold, mm. and and so it's nothing new. Football isn't dead, you know. The thing is as well that you need to remember that Tonali. I had agreed personal terms with Inter before joining Milan. So when when you think about the plastic, artificial nature of football and, and Milan selling this guy who bleeds Milan, at, at the end of the day, this guy who bleeds Milan was very close to joining Inter. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm.
2: close. Yeah, so, I remember that. You know, to me... Now, as much as obviously in a a romantic world, we've got Locatelli, we've got Calabria, we've got Tonali, we've got Colombo, Cotrone, all these youths that came through the rankings and would die for Milan and they suddenly became the best team in the world. But that's not realistic, is it? At the end of the day, football teams are not family, they are sport teams and sport teams must do what it takes in order to stay ahead of the game. Continuity is good, shaking things up sometimes is even better. Now... A weird decision, considering that Milan never replaced Kessie and now they just removed Tonali, and it's like Benasere okay. is injured. Benasere is injured, and then he comes back, and there's the African Cup of Nations. <laughs> it's like, what's going on here? I trust that with improvement in mind, there are replacements in mind, and that maybe I don't know Fratesi, Seco, maybe mm. some people will yeah. come in. I don't care. As long as the team improves. That's the important thing. That's all. That's the important thing. And for us to see if the team is going to improve, we're going to need to wait. Not until the end of the transfer window, but the end of next season. That's how long we need to wait. Maybe even longer, man. Yeah, that's that's a valid point, bro.
1: Yeah, um, if if Thuram is brought in on a free, for example, and the Milan have 90 million to splash on top of the allocated budget, we don't know how much that is, um, and you need to bring in a midfielder at Trequartista, and a right winger, let's say Thuram is is a done deal, for example, which it Uh it isn't. Kamada. Kamada's very close as well, on a free as well. So that leaves right wing and centre mid and you've got 90 million on top of your... Of
2: your budget, but they're gonna need two centimeters, man. Milan, that's, that's gonna need two centimeters. Yes,
1: actually, you're right. But again, it's it's just good money, it's an offer it you is, can't refuse. It is, it is, it is it's an it offer is. you can't refuse. Like
2: I said, it's 50 more than the, yes. than the Italian team would have. Spent
1: Honestly, if, if you have a player who's worth 50 million at most and an offer of 80 million comes in, you have to say, Man, it's, it's as simple as that.
2: Absolutely. And, and at the
1: end of the day, Tonali had to give his go ahead to leave anyway because yeah. Tonali could have put his foot down and said, I'm not fucking mm-hmm. going anywhere, and he would have stayed. Yeah, I'm so I'm,
2: so I'm, I'm at. Total emotional mess because I'm going to miss Sandra, and I'm going to miss his industry, his passion, his professionalism, his maturity. But at the end of the day, like we said, it's a sport. We move on. We get the money. Hopefully, it gets invested in the right places.
1: Yes. Yeah, speaking of money, um, what do you make of the Saudi league, bro? And the Premier League pundits, um, Carragher and Neville saying the Premier League should
2: boycott The Saudi League What are they talking about? Mm -hmm. What what are they talking about? Now, salary caps should be put into place for these financial powerhouses Who get all their money from the oil industry Salary caps should be implemented Financial fair play Financial fair thing
1: Let's just say that
2: However, what's this? We say football is for everyone Because players from the favelas come Players from Africa come and, And they win trophies And they're accepted in Europe and everywhere It's a beautiful sport But what? So they're not allowed to go and and, and play in Saudi Arabia? All of a sudden, I thought football was for everyone. The passion for football and the love for football in the Middle East is massive. Look how well they did did in the World Cup. They were the only team in the World Cup to beat Argentina but got knocked out of the group stage. Ronaldo joined and now top players are joining. Good for them, man. Good for them. And I hope the Saudis get to enjoy these guys because they haven't gotten the opportunity to to enjoy shit when it comes to football and what a year they've had, man. Good for them.
1: Yes, um, honestly, why not? This is no different to the MLS. This is no different to the Chinese Super League. This is no different to your Premier League. Your Premier League is the Super League. Your Premier League poaches the best players and the best talents, from other leagues around the world Overpaying and inflating fucking Absolutely. prices To bring these guys in And now yeah. you're saying to boycott a league That's going to compete with you financially Definitely not That's not fair Um Football again should be for everyone Like you said So come on Al-Nasir
2: Come on Al-Hilal Come on Al-Itihad And come on Al-Lahli And go. you know what Come on Al-Shabaab as yes, well Come, come on, on al All you guys All, all the Al's bro al Shabab. now all of them <laughs> you know what it is bro you know what it is racism question mark yes i genuinely think that it's straight up racism fuck you racists come on saudi arabia (laughs) come on the fuck um yeah so let's keep going through the round though because we're never
1: gonna get to these hops of <laughs> flops of three. Um Dabala and Matich had an interesting back and forth on Instagram. That was entertaining. They were roasting each other. Matic was telling Dabala that he can't speak Italian, and Dabala was telling Matuj that he never gave him an assist. That was interesting <laughs> to see. You don't often see people like go back and forth it's on social true. media for it's so true. long, especially celebrities of that of that caliber. So we know that Indica has joined Roma. Listener Francesco says they would have been better off signing Sativa.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's so funny, he's bro, funny, Chesco. That he's, funny, bro. he's fucking he's good, funny. man. There's a guy, Chesco. Whenever Milan scores, he sends a drift of two dudes making out, and he goes, "Jake and Matt, right now." No, okay. not that, Francesco. Oh, it's Chicho, of Naomi.
1: Oh, he's fucking funny <laughs>
2: yeah, 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 as well. Nice, man. Bro. I fucking love him You called him Chesco. He's Chicho, dog. Uh, Francesco, this is Instagram uh, name. <laughs> he's Chicho. Love you, Chicho. Thank you for listening, brother. I, I, love I know him. him like that.
1: But yeah, Vicario to Spurs is a done deal for 19 million Ah. We will miss you, the most underrated goalkeeper Those are
2: my two favorite If you listen to this podcast, you know Ali and Vicario are my two favorite players in the league, no? And they're
1: yeah, both we're... fucking gone, off to the prem Get shafted. <laughs> so Milan and Inter are battling it out for Thuram, Fratesi And at one point even Lukaku But Lukaku has um, pushed the idea of signing, of joining Milan away Oh no, has, I'm so offended And has put pressure on Inter to actually try it by him Juve mm-hmm. are in for Wea, which is funny that Juve are in for Wea
2: And Milan are in for Thuram How bad, eh? Thuram only had one season where he got over 10 goals for Milan <laughs> How many does Wea? Wea has like Three goals a yeah, season But he's That's been To be fair shit. To be fair
1: to Wea He's been kind of Molded into a right back Nowadays mm. Ananas oh. agent Has met Man United um, Italy's under 21s Were robbed They were 2-1 <laughs> down To France And Bellanova's header Crossed the line But there was no Goal line technology There was no VAR And there wasn't even A person watching the line As there
2: should be Madonna man it Madonna. was a, uh, It was absolutely Shambolic was the consistency man?
1: And the last thing we're gonna say—it's impossible to get into everything, of course—is that patron Alan says Palermo's logo looks like an airline company.
2: <laughs> it's and true. Aaron, you're absolutely right. It's there. true. Did you see Atalanta are playing Burnmouth? That's another good one. And sure. they, yeah, it's two women getting their hair done, basically <laughs> yeah, it's it's shampoo shampoo <laughs> <derby>. <laughs> the shampoo derby. The shampoo derby, exactly. Alright. Ah, uh, I love these episodes. So, guys, I know we told you we we're getting sloppy, toppy, toppy, loppy, or whatever the hell we said in the intro. Um, but what we're going to be doing is going all the way from Napoli down to Sampdoria in 2022-2023 Serie A. And we're going to be naming the teams tops, flops, their unsung heroes, their best wins, and their best, their worst losses, sorry. Um, me and Jake prepared these separately. So, we're going to be Probably agreeing a lot, but maybe arguing a hell yeah. of a lot. Yeah. So, without further ado, let's go. Shall we get into it?
1: Now pull it up, and I hate that we probably agree on this. Three, we the same. Two
2: one Aussie, Aussie man. man. You okay. can't have a 26 goal season, and you're not the top. Yeah. Gvara came in okay. Um, he was the league well supposedly the league's mvp but ozyman in my opinion was league's mvp he was one of the best players in the league the most creative player in the league he got like 12 goals and 13 assists he was the top assister this season it was his debut season he's young he's georgian he came out of nowhere all that is impressive but ozyman had 26 goals they just flung the ball up whenever the fuck they wanted wherever the fuck it went to and ozyman got the ball and scored That's what happened. Exactly,
1: exactly. You give Ozyman the ball anywhere, he's going to turn it into a shot at least. Exactly. At least. And no matter the angle, no matter how tight it is, he was a one-man army up front and finally managed to get some consistency. Granted, he got injured when it really mattered the most for them when they were pushing for that Champions League. And that's actually why they probably got eliminated definitely. from the Champions definitely. League because he would have definitely stretched mm-hmm. that open. Um, and don't say because he was back for the second leg because Ozyman was most definitely not fit enough to play that second leg
2: exactly um, and he still scored he played like 96 minutes and he still scored he's... at the end give me a break he's Ozy- a monster
1: Ozyman performed all season um, after Gvaratskelia was put into Davide Calabria's pocket he didn't score a single goal after <laughs> that. so so let's keep it Ozyman Ozyman is the top Gvaratskelia great player but Ozyman and takes it to say a spotlight exactly. Flop! So I have Herving Lozano. Fair enough, didn't have much high expectations I'll for him to just be honest. I say
2: he's yet to establish himself as a clear starter, and yes. it seemed like he was at a point favored ahead of Politano. But I have to say, they shared the spoils this season, and I think when Politano came on, he they looked more even more dangerous.
1: dangerous.
2: Yes, yes, I agree. And um, Lozano. Keep in mind, the players that he was around only got three goals and three assists in 32 matches and his goals came against Bologna, Empoli and Cremonese. And okay. Bologna was in the first half yeah. of the season when they were shite. Very
1: good, bro. Um, that's a very fair shout. And apparently he's off to, he's off to Saudi Arabia now.
0: Go oh. so. <laughs> <laughs> Saudi Arabia! Herving Lozano! Herving Lozano!
1: Love that. Love it, bro. Love it. Now, um, for me, it's Raspadori. Raspadori! It's a harsh one. Two goals, two assists in the league. Um, Didn't really have much of a sniff. Um, But when you look at the way Aussie men and um, Simeone exploded when they were Mm. on the pitch. And then you see Raspadori, how he struggled to kind of cement himself. The fact that he kind of fits awkwardly into the team. He... Like we've discussed if mm-hmm. it's better In a two-striker Kind of formation You no? see a left wing You yes. see a striker Does see? he play behind the Seem striker Seemed kind of awkward Played well in Europe But in the league Failed to really Establish mm-hmm. himself Now any flop you pick On the Napoli team Is going to be a harsh, harsh. call yeah. um, I just picked him Because I had to pick someone Because in reality I would have put N-A
2: Exactly Fair enough
1: Best wins bro Now of course in Europe No man, unsung but- Unsung
2: hero This is a, a new one I think it was a really yes, nice start It's a nice addition, Unsung Hero. Uh, Lobotka Lobotka Stanislav Yes Napoli's strength The season Was their tempo Possession And control of their matches yes. And he was pivotal In all of those things mm. um, He even broke down play Phenomenally And the way that he connected The defence to the attack Was masterful His yes. forward passing Mamma mia, incredibly, what a player. Bro, what a player. A
1: proper metronome. And he's come so far from the Gattusa days where absolutely. Gattusa basically called him a fat, short guy with a big forehead. And now all of a sudden he's killing it, you know, Lobotka. Absolutely, it's, man. it's
2: good to see the recovery. Um, I think he's top three in his position easily in the league. I think this season he was the best number six. I think he mm. was the best register. Um, very similar industry to Benasser ben yes, absolutely. I agree. I agree.
1: Um now when it comes to the best win, of course you have um what Napoli did in Europe, but we're gonna be focusing on Syria. I'm just gonna tell you now they beat. Yeah, you
2: know, we did we did mention I well, I have some, some out European. of Syria. Really? Victories I I, I have some, yeah. But, okay. Because they, they would have outshone everything else. You'll see, you'll see, you'll see.
1: Okay, for example, the Fiorentina ones. You'll see, you'll see, you'll see. Um, 6-1 against Ajax, 4-1 against Liverpool. These were all great results for Napoli. I think domestically, their 3-1 win versus in the the third match of the season was a massive confidence boost and a massive...
2: um, It set the tone, no? Yeah,
1: man. It's a a massive fuck you to all the doubters. Everyone that doubted Napoli and... Criticised their Mercato and the departures and Mm -hmm. um, everything that was done there. Yes.
2: I definitely understand the importance of that game. However, you can't look at their 5-1 win against Juve after the World Cup break and not say that that that's their best result. Um, (laughs) They had their first match of the season after the World Cup against Inter and they lost, right? Whilst Juve had just won eight matches in a row without conceding, including victories against Inter and Lazio. When they matched up, we're like, oh my God, Napoli's second loss of the season, question mark? No, 5-1 against a team that had only conceded seven goals that season. To be fair,
1: I forgot that game and they fucking dismantled.
2: <laughs> they absolutely dismantled
1: them. Fair enough, bro. Their worst loss is an easy one. I didn't even have to research it. Yeah, 4-0. Four-nil. 4-0. Four-nil four-nil. Yeah, four-nil and
2: the, the reason why? Isn't just because they beat Milan 4-0 But because it had just been announced That they were going to play each other Twice in the Champions League quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that victory Really, really, really set the tone for Milan And it's really put Napoli on the back foot They were on the back foot by halftime With Spalletti That's losing right. his mind at Leao um, That is the only Milan match I missed this year The 4-0? The, the 4-0 You're That joking. was the you only sit. Milan match I missed <laughs> that year I woke up at four o'clock in the morning to watch it. I was in Australia. We were in this shitty hotel, to be honest, in Cairns. I hate, um, how, I hate you how you have say to. That. You have to because it's not Cairns and it's not Cairns. It's not Cairns. It's Cairns. <laughs> that, 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 that's it. You need a black nose to say it. <laughs> literally, literally, um, and there was no Wi-Fi. I, I I didn't have my 4G on my phone because I was on my Australian sim And I couldn't get it to work And then I woke up first thing in the morning to check the result And I was like, what the fuck <laughs> happened, man?
1: Yeah, bro Don't Terrible
2: mean, What happens in Cairns stays in
1: Cairns Absolutely, right? bro yeah, so Absolutely. We forgot to mention the rundown, Kimbin J is probably going to Bayern Munich Yeah. But we, can, <laughs> but we can move on to second place And it is Lazio now, but top for now, just quite difficult because they had quite a few good performers. Yes. I thought the center backs were very good this season. I thought that Luis Alberto had a great season. Sergey was good too. I thought Sergey had a very good season actually. Sergey was fantastic. Uh, and, and even when you look at the numbers, then it really come you come to realize like mm. he was still good this season, Sergey.
2: Absolutely. Not as good as last season, but he was still very, yeah, very good. Yeah, because of Mobile, um, uh-huh. you know, they, they formed that partnership. And he suddenly didn't have a mobile mm. to put the ball into, but still equally as effective, man. Yeah. It was fantastic. Bear in mind, it's not just the contributions, huh?
1: For sure. There's also, um, Philippe Anderson, who had a very good season. But yes. I'm just gonna stick to Sergei Milinkovic Savage mm. for my top super dependable, super trustworthy, played. 30, 40, 40, 30, 36 games Scored 9 goals And got 8 assists And that for me Is enough For him to be my top um, mm. When you watch Lazio You can't help But notice The tall mustached man From Serbia
2: Yes I agree with How good Sergei Was this year And Zaccagni, I forgot to mention as well However yeah. What was the difference Between the Lazio Last year That finished around 6th And the Lazio That finished 2nd this year It's the fact that Zakanyi was brought in and his form was magnificent. He, out wide, he added that flair that Lazio always, always struggled with in previous seasons. 10 goals and 7 assists weren't too shabby either, but it's more about how active he was, how he was moving the ball forward, how direct he was. And his 10 goals, bro. He had goals against Napoli, Milan, Atalanta, Lazio, Roma, and Juve. Super season. Give me a break, like. To me, it's
1: Zakani. Incredible season by Zakani, who played as well the vast majority of the games. Um, Honestly, it could be either or. It could be Sergei, it could be Zakani. depends on what you prioritize. Mm -hmm. Um, Fair fair enough. Um, Flop. Now,
2: (laughs) (laughs) for me, bro. I just
1: got a glimpse of what you wrote. Bro. 12 goals and 5 assists should never be a flop, right? Mm-hmm. Should never be a flop. But when you look at the fact that this guy last season had 36 goals and the season before had 27 goals, and it keeps going like 20 was the benchmark, right? For mm-hmm. Immobile, for his for, for his recent career in Serie A. Mm-hmm. This season, not only did he not get the numbers, but he was wasteful, he was... Invisible at times mm. I was very disappointed With Immobile this season And I'm sure many Fanta Alenatori Thank you Thank you my god That's martini We're disappointed as well bro Because you know You want to see Immobile Banging them in Yeah
2: he did flop he did, flop. Yes. absolutely. My flop is Luis Maximiano, 100 Oh, my God. It was comical. <laughs> oh, my comical. God. Comical. I can't believe that was last season. Six minutes into his debut, he picked the ball up outside his box, got a red card, and he didn't start another game in Serie A that season. And Provadel. Six were- minutes, one red card. <laughs> Provadel came in from fucking Spezia... And he was insane for and, them And he got the most Clean sheets In yes. the league And I yes. think the fewest Goals conceded And as probably well. If Maximiano Had had not done that He might have had The most clean sheets As well Because Lazio Were that yeah. impenetrable In the defence Oh my god because You're right that- and Romagnoli <laughs> I completely
1: forgot About that guy oh <laughs> It's too god.
2: comical It's way too comical
1: God knows what happens I'm sure he's already gone Like I doubt he's in Rome Yeah Unsung, Unsung hero, hero. Hey. For me, It was between Chazale And Romagnoli Okay as I would decide on one. Yes. I put Shasale because he gets less recognition. Of course, Romagnoli um, is very celebrated and very loved. He has a good reputation. Chasale um, for me is had a fantastic season um, partnering up with Romagnoli to form a very formidable defense. He came from Hellas Verona and he held his own near
2: his solid captain. Yes. Um, very, very good. And as an unsung hero, I fancied it quite a lot, choosing Chassale mm-hmm. or Romagnoli, especially Chassale. I agree with every single point you made. Um, however, I went with Felipe Anderson,
0: mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm.
2: losing a capo Capocannoniere and leader like Immobile would be devastating for any team. But... Anderson showcased great versatility and consistency mm-hmm. for once. Um, he played right wing, he played attack, he played as a false nine. And you know what? Sometimes Lazio looked even better with him on the pitch.
1: Bro, honestly, very good shout. Philip Anderson had a great season. And as you mentioned, a consistent season. And that's something that we're not used to seeing with Philip Anderson. Exactly. Consistency.
2: Exactly. Okay, good. Best, Best win? win. 3, 2, 1. 4-0 Four Four against, against Milan. Milan. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, now, it might have been a terrible spell for Milan. Mm. when Lazio beat them 4-0 because it was during that period. That period that all Milan fans know and all Serie A followers know. Um, However, there has been... uh a battle between Lazio and Milan over the past few years. We heard in that intro that Tonali goal against Lazio that, that gave them bragging rights um, and that won them the league. And they had all those battles between Lazio and Milan over the years where they were both kind of flopping but both still fighting for Europe. Was it going to be Europa League, Champions League? And I really think that that 4 victory gave Lazio a lot and a lot of confidence, man.
1: Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, it was that win, and I think another good win was a, a victory over Roma. Yeah, when they well, moved up to second, yeah. that was that was a good one for them as well.
2: They're, they're best to to be fair. They had two massive victories over Roma. Mm-hmm. Two massive victories yeah. over Roma this season.
1: The worst loss, of course, we have the European ones, 2-1 loss to Azat um twice. <laughs> uh-huh. They had the 5-1 loss to Mitterland. Um, I think domestically, you either look at the 3-0 loss to Juve, because they could have totally given mm. Juve more of a run for their money, and the 3-1 loss to Salernetana at home was also pretty
2: bad. I agree with the 3-1 loss against Salernitana. I also placed a note here saying getting knocked out of the Conference League after a double loss to Azat Alkmaar was devastating for the image of the club. But then, it did help them gain Serie a success, so you can't yeah. really choose that. No, it was a bit of a strategic one, maybe Sacrificing by Sacrificing
1: the Europa League for a Champions League finish, domestically, is, is fair enough. Mourinho, yes.
2: take notes. Yeah. <laughs> he did it the other way
1: around. <laughs> he, he would have, poor guy. He didn't know yeah. a bit of points. Inter, yes. top three. Two, one, Demorica. Lautaro Martinez. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Oh my god. Yes, yes, you went, went for... Lautaro. Of course I went Lautaro, bro. He scored 21 goals and got six assists. Fair enough. He was, Fair enough. He was a monster. Like, and when you look at Lukaku was misfiring for the vast majority of the season, apart from the end, they really mm. needed Lukaku... Oh, Lautaro to step up. Um DeMarco is actually my unsung hero. I might as well say it. Now. Okay, yeah. He's fair my enough. unsung hero because I thought that he kept Gossens out of the lineup. He was brilliant at transitioning on the counter. He's improved massively in the final third. And he's he's become a pretty fucking solid player, DeMarco. When man. you
2: consider that last season Inter lost Perisic and and they showed faith in Gossens, and then Gossens started struggling, obviously still carrying injuries, so on and so forth. Inter fans will all breathe a massive sigh of relief to see someone like DeMarco stepping up. They would have never expected it. They hated him in the beginning, but what a player he proved to be. His industry attacking prowess and performances on the big stages, in my opinion, makes him interstop. top. He did it yeah. in the Serie A, he did it in the Coppa, and he did it in the
1: Champions League. And if you go back to Serie Spotlight's earlier episodes, you will find us praising DiMarco back when he was with Elas Verona and then exactly. even saying that he would bench Perisic. Right? Yep. Didn't yep. I? Little did yeah. we know that Perisic would have the season of his fucking hey, life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's only gone and benched Goassens, so there was some element of exactly. truth about his potential exactly. because DiMarco, for me, is a fantastic talent.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, like you said me. you're unsung hero. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to step in and say mine before it, we get to Can the I plot. guess... Yes. One guess, hey, I'll have yeah. one guess. Is it Dr. Yes, it oh, is. Oh, yeah, it was my second one. Obviously, many thought he was finished as he was essentially forced out of Lazio last year at the age of 35. Milan fans didn't want him as well. Um, he was being linked to Milan. We actually spoke about that in the episode yeah. with Santi and Mintov. Um, But his experience improved the defense significantly. When he came in, he was, to me, the key reason as to why Inter turned things around after their torrid start, man. After all those losses in a row, um, he came in and he really gelled. Yeah. He really gelled that defence.
1: Yes, bro. He was the. He was meant to be a backup, but he ended up being a leader. And that's always a good story. Um, when, when you look at Skriniar, who was meant to be their best defender, proved to be a liability because of his personality and the fact that he wanted yeah. PSUG. You look at the person who was criticised for being signed, he stepped up and he was the top for, Completely. for Inter at the back over yeah. there. So, honestly, mad respect to Alcerbi after all he's been through, beating cancer. Yeah. Coming back, redemption season at Sassuolo, and not and only then being scouted by Lazio, picked up by Lazio, and then picked up by Inter, and then pocketing Holland in a Champions League final. That's yeah, quite the massive. Story. Massive. Quite the he story. beat
2: cancer twice, by the way, and he also earlier on in his career something not many people know when he was at Milan. He actually struggled with alcoholism. Oh yeah, as well. Yeah. So wow, just just an, an exemplary human being, at Cherubi. Yeah, shout out to Cheruby.
1: You're the man, at Cheruby.
2: Now, you mentioned him, so I'm just going to say who my flop is immediately. Screenyard to me, was the flop of the season mm-hmm. for Inter. Uh, he looked out of sorts in the beginning of the season and then confirmed that he'll be leaving the club on a free at the end of the season. Well, sorry, exactly, leaving the club on a free at the end of the season. Um, and he was often left out of the starting eleven. now keeping in mind that he was the club's captain. Atrebi was straight up better yes, when he came yes. in.
1: Fair enough, bro. Um... I don't know I I went Gossens Um, Of course Mm. Skriniar is a disappointment And a flop Yeah Obviously like Um, But Gossens I would have never guessed That Gossens You know Wouldn't be able to get More minutes And rack up a few Some numbers You know with Inter Fair enough So I I went I went for him Because simply He was so good at Atalanta And then he was a shadow Of his former self And it's weird Because when you see him With the national team Even even with Germany Recently he plays really well just so yeah. something that's not clicking with him and in Inter. Maybe he's not understanding some some things that Nzaghi wants him to do. I maybe, know. maybe. I, I think he
2: should get out, to be, to be honest. We'll Especially see. with, with DeMarco there. He's not gonna get much luck. <laughs> Fair enough. Um Inter's best win. Now I went for the 3
1: 0 victory against Tempoli. Their best win, the 3-0 win against yes, Tempoli. Because it... Set off in the league, of course um, Of course, when you look at other competitions There's the Super Copa final Where they beat Milan 3-0 There's the um, semi-final of the Champions League Where they knocked Milan out, of course But this 3-0 win against Empoli in the league Was very underrated Because it set off a chain of victories for Inter They beat, Inter, they beat Empoli 3-0 And then won 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 games in a row they lost to Napoli, fair enough, and then won another three. So that mm. Empoli victory came at a very tough time for Inter. They needed a win. They had just fucking drawn to Benfica. They had lost to Monza. It yeah. was going shit for them. Um, and not only fucking lost to Monza, they had a few terrible results at that point. Mm-hmm. And this win gave them the confidence to push forward. That's why I put it exactly. as the Keep victory.
2: in mind, that's what kept them in the top four. Yeah. That, that run of eight, because it was... Tight towards the end of the season. Mm. And that that victory, I agree with you, would, would have said that all off. I couldn't help but put the 3 0 win in the Super Coppa Italiana final um, because that they, they just demolished, absolutely demolished and destroyed Milan, their local rivals. Sure, they beat them twice um in the Champions League but to me that supercoppa italiana final winning 3-0 was devastating for milan and what a party it must have been for inter
1: yeah most most definitely bro <laughs> i can't even imagine what that must have been like um, as milan fans we are used to seeing devastating scorelines in finals eh in recent years there there was i'll never forget that time on the cruise bro oh when when milan were in God. the supercoppa italiana again final Against Juventus And Medi Benatia Scored
2: two goals Of two very dubious Donnarumma moments Donnarumma For Four fucking nil man He was That was So I have Two of the worst Goalkeeper performances I have in recent memory Barring Luis Maximiano But it's one of the best goalkeepers in history, in my opinion, Iker Casillas against Holland in the 2014 World Cup, if I'm not mistaken, or was it the 2010 World Cup? Damn, you know, Bob, I think one One of those, I can't really remember. Uh, when Van Persie had that flying header, little does anyone mm. know that Casillas always struggled with um, collecting loose balls and... and Getting out to command his area. And he was well out of position over there. And then Robin scored that goal. And he had a bunch of other mistakes. Um, But the other one was that Milan-Juve final. Donnarumma was abysmal. He was responsible to me for three of the goals.
1: You've just reminded me by mentioning Casillas. um, My brain went on a tangent. So, the Kings Cup had a crazy moment where Casillas was in goal. And he wasn't even moving. Yes. And... And um Aguero ran up to him um, They do like a MLS style penalty Yes Back in the day Back in the day, exactly Where you run from the halfway line For those who don't know You carry the ball from the halfway line I believe you can take three touches And then you must shoot Exactly um, This guy, Casillas was like hands on knees Just looking down like And then all of a sudden He just springs to life And saves uh, Saves Yeah, Aldero, I was going to say <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Agüero, <laughs> Agüero shot. Yes, yeah, he stayed. Good. He and stayed then, on his line. It was beautiful. That man. took me to another point. There's going to be a
1: senior World Cup. Ah, yes, That's, I saw that. That's going to Is be it super confirmed? interesting. Apparently, it's happening. Yes. It's been confirmed, and you'll be seeing the likes of Pirlo. You'll be seeing, I, I think, even um, certain players like Cambiasso. Uh, That's so crazy, gonna, man! That'll be, be so much car. fun. There are certain retired mm, football
2: players who probably stayed fit as well. Absolutely, if Zidane yeah. plays, I, I watch some classic matches sometimes, like there was once. Um, like El Clasicos From from back in the day And they field The same 11s That they would have fielded In certain seasons I see the way Zidane plays He's still He's still magnificent um, So Ah It would be You know Very exciting To see some of our old heroes Still playing man
1: Yeah definitely and It would be fun to watch them yeah. Nostalgia Worst um, loss Worst loss For Inter to Spezia, it started started a winless run of six games for Inter as well. Demoralized the shit out of them, losing to Spezia is always a disaster, as Milan fans we know. Um, (laughs) um, I think Milan played Spezia three times, uh, six times, sorry, they have three wins and three losses. My God, my God. So yeah, um, we'll move on to Milan, the top,
2: bro. Yes. So, top for Milan. For me, Rafael Leao. Yes, obviously. Yes. Um,
1: yes, 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 for sure. He's a one man army up front. Um, when he's on, there's no stopping him. He's absolutely unplayable last season's MVP. He's a very good player. Very, very good player.
2: To me, okay, he went through a bad spell. Uh, there were the contract what? negotiations, there were all there, <clears throat> there was all that. Milan were going through a bad spell. He was adapting to a switch on formation of 3 4 3. Um, He was playing very, very centrally and very close to Giroud, which isn't his strong suit, especially after Pioli got him used to playing out wide in a Mm -hmm. 4-3-3. To me, he's Milan's X-factor, clearly. Uh, Milan could afford to be patient in possession. We used to see Milan, when they didn't have the likes of a a difference maker like Leao, rushing to get into the box because they don't get many chances. Milan can now afford to play patiently because they trust that when... Leao is in a little bit of space They could exploit the defense Milan spent an entire game Waiting for those moments So Leao to me has to be the top For sure, yes, agreed um, The flop for me
1: is not Charles De Keita-Lare I, I, was, I was considering De keita Because of course zero goals for a third quarter, so was brought in for 30 plus Million euros um, Is not a good look mm. But, but Origi was meant to be that player to rotate with Giroud. Yep. Origi was meant to be a player that would start most games. To be honest with you, and he did not show that. He was, of course, injury-prone, very unlucky. But when he did play, he looked selfish. He looked
2: heavy, bro. He looked heavy. Yeah, yeah. My my flop is Origi as well. He was signed for his Champions League experience, eye for a goal, and for his youth, quite quite frankly, because. Zlatan and Giroud being the other options, they needed someone in his prime, which Origi physically is in his prime. Um, But he often looked clueless. He looked greedy. Mm -hmm. And Giroud ended up playing two to three games a week because he was so useless. Yes, yes, yes. Which takes us
1: to our unsung hero. Yes. And I have two. (laughs) Okay. Um, that's that's cheating It was it was Yes But I had to make a decision It was between mm. Giroud And it was between uh, Kroenig as well Now yeah. I ended up Going for Kroenig Because When Kroenig was out Milan suffered The worst losses And Kroenig brought A lot of balance To the midfield The lack of a Trequartista So Benacer Pushing into that Trequartista role And Kroenig Playing alongside Sandro Tonali mm. In the middle And actually being Super useful over there um, Respect to Giroud 13 goals and 5 assists And 25 starts This season And um, He was run to the ground by Pioli, of course, because he had to be deployed. He was the only option for most of
2: the time. And despite his old age, he still managed to deliver. Yeah. Now, to me, there are a lot that can be mentioned. There's Ben for his control, Chao for the improvements he made to Milan's defence when he came in, and Giroud for his surprising durability, hold-up play, and his big game goals, because those are Mm. the most important. Leao was still the top scorer this season. Um, however, Krunic takes it for me mm-hmm. um, Ben Nasser and Tonali seemed to struggle to play together for a long time in the season Especially when Milan were going through that bad spell um, But when Rade came in and Brahim moved to the wing The balance in the midfield was complete Yes. No matter what he did, he did for the benefit of the team Which is something I love about him Something that like Igor could learn a thing mm-hmm. or two yes. from <laughs> a player like Krunic I get why you said Giroud, but to me, Krunic is just yeah. more unsung. I, I went
1: for Krunic at the end. He was my ah okay, yes, he was okay, my unsung, okay, okay. unsung hero. Yeah,
2: I, to me, he's more unsung Angry. than Giroud. Angry. To me, Giroud was Milan's second yes. most important player yeah, this I season. Mean, Giroud has a song. <laughs> Krunic doesn't. Exactly. So, yeah, he's definitely Krunic should fucking have yes. a song though. Yes. This is this is our point. Like biggest win is very easy. Four yes, 4-0 against, against Napoli. The Big only it. game I missed this season. Yes, biggest loss you have the three 0 Coppa
1: lost the winter. It sucks to lose. A final against a rival, Mila went on to get trashed, um, they also got trashed by Sassuolo and Lazio if you want to look at the domestic games.
2: I'm not sure, because there's the 3-0 loss to Winter, there's the 5-2 home loss to Sassuolo, there's the 4-0 loss to Lazio and Rome, there's the 3-1 loss to Udinese, there's the 2-0 loss to Spezia, and there's the 5-0 aggregate loss to Chelsea. We've had it tough. Yeah. <laughs> Milan have really had it tough. I think the set-off was that 3-0, but you can't look at like a 5-2 home loss to Sassuolo and not say that's yeah. that's the most devastating loss this season. Fair
1: enough. Fair enough. Um,
2: yeah, um, I think Sassuolo would be the worst one. I yeah, I think so. Conceding 5 to Sassuolo.
1: Yes. Moving on to Atalanta.
2: <laughs> yes, top... Coop Miners. Oh, good shout! Good shout. Thank you. Yours? Lookman.
1: Lookman. Okay, he struggled I struggled with him, but he kind of disappeared towards the end of the well, season. Well, he
2: struggled with injuries in Q four. He, he was he was out injured essentially, mm. um, but he was insane for whenever he was fit. Thirteen goals and eight assists, leaving Duvan and Muriel rotting on the bench. <laughs> um, they were terrible. Mm. So having someone like Lookman to me it was needed, and he was the Guy that got them back into the Europa League essentially, yeah. and he was what anyone would fear mm-hmm. about Atalanta.
1: Fair enough, yes. For me, Coop Miners 10 goals for assists, he's consistent, he's dependable, he's mm. versatile, he's a great player. Coop Miners takes the cake for me. Um, flop for me was Duvan Zapata, That was Bethany. Between... No, sorry. I would say Muriel, actually. Okay. Now, they're both very similar. How the fuck are these guys so finished at 32 years old? I don't know. At least Zapata occupies defenders in the box. Muriel couldn't even do what he does best, which is like hold the ball, play a simple pass that would open the defense. He's known for his high IQ play, Muriel. And this season,
2: he just simply did not have it. Now, the only reason I didn't go for those two strikers that you mentioned, because obviously anyone would consider them, is because they had it good with Hoyland and with Lukeman up front so technically they were unaffected by how bad these guys mm-hmm. were because they found their replacements no even though they were so good in previous seasons mm-hmm. Davan and Muriel some of the best strikers in the league i was very disappointed by Musso this year and he's he's my flop um a shadow of his former self, in my opinion. Um, if it weren't for their defensive approach, I would have conceded way more goals. And He was even dropped for Sporty alone the last eight games of the season. Yeah. I don't think he made any remarkable saves. I don't think he was confident. I think that's what it boils down to, his confidence. He really didn't seem up to the task for me and for a top-seven team. They deserve a better shot stopper. You you watch Musso at Udinese. Musso in his first season at Atalanta is a spectacular shot stopper. Yes. A really really good goalkeeper. And because of that, I would put him as my flop because he's typically so good. And the season, it's not that he was shit, but that he flopped.
1: Yes yes yes, it's true it's true. He definitely did flop. Um yeah, fair enough. Yeah, unsung, On room Good one, Scalvini. Okay, I put Darun simply because he's the powerhouse of the team, he doesn't get enough recognition He's always there, he's always in the in the squad And he always delivers, he always plays well, he always gives it his all He does a lot of dirty work for the team For me, Darun is the
2: unsung hero I think you don't mean Darun, I think you mean Darun Darun But sure, to me Scalvini is the perfect example of a modern centre-back And mm-hmm. he was massive when it comes to the way Atalanta played football this year mm-hmm. with their intricate style of play, it typically started from Scalvini. When it comes to a centre-back playing the ball out from the back, which if you watch Serie A, you know that that's how 90% of attacks are started. Mm-hmm. It starts from the goalkeeper to the defence, to the midfield, to the attack. That's how most mm-hmm. goals happen in Serie A. It's very intricate mm-hmm. um, very tactical. Scalvini is the best in the league at doing that from defense Playing the ball out from defense Scalvini is definitely the best one And he's really, really dominant in the air And keep in mind, this guy's just 19 years old You know, John Stones mm-hmm. How he's being deployed in midfield for Manchester City Could be Scalvini Could be Scalvini mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Could definitely yeah. be Scalvini Scalvini is definitely the most pep player in the league Yeah, I, I, oh. I agree, I agree
1: Yes, bro Yeah um, it's also worth mentioning, by the way, as a flop, Gasperini could be seen as a flop as yeah, well this I season. Get, yeah, yeah. I there were certain players, man, like, like Soppy and Ocoli. I would really like to see more of
2: them. Hey, man. Soppy 100%. looked good when he played out. Soppy know why he looked decent. Many. Is is he that guy that's going to be consistent? Is, is his industry incredible? Is he a Gasperini? Wing back, Probably not. But I think, I think he had glimpses of... of Goodness, mm. I guess. I think he, he fits the mold.
1: Um, I think he just Gasparini opted for his preferred options, no, his mm. Hans Hatterbird his Apagosta. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Best win. Eight for two. me, eight two against Salernitana. You can't score eight in a game and that's not your best win. It was a fucking party. For sure. And if you have to look at an opponent that they beat that was better than them, it's a two nil victory over Latio. Yeah.
2: Agreed. Okay. Agreed.
1: Worst loss is probably the one nil to Sassuolo because uh, Mele and Muriel both got a red card. Lorient scored and Atalanta just failed to show up to that
2: one. Oh, that was your birthday, though. That was my birthday. That was your birthday. They yeah. were singing karaoke and watching football. Baby. Yeah, baby. Ooh, ooh. For me, their worst loss. They got zero points in two matches against Lecce. They lost two one at home and they lost two one away. To me, though, that's devastating. Getting zero points against a newly promoted team.
1: Fair enough, bro. Good, uh, let us know who's doing better, guys. Hey, comment on
2: Spotify. We're disagreeing a we're lot. Disagreeing I like lot. it. Yes, fuck you, good. man. We're you're dumb. You're, you're an idiot. You're dumb, you're man. Stupid, Jesus. Bro. Do you, uh, I listen to some podcasts where when they disagree with each other, they, bro, start they fighting, go all bro. out on each other. Like, all out. Yeah. Um, we should do that, man. <laughs> we, we, should, we, should, we definitely should, bro. Um, Roma, yeah. Roma, Roma, Roma. Top the baller. Easy. He changed well, the team. And there's a massive reason as to why Roma are scoring from open play this season yes. because of the ball. 12 goals and 7 Six. assists in yes. Serie in 25 games, 5 goals and 1 assist in the Europa League, including a goal in the final while he was carrying an injury. He also had a goal in the Coppa Italia.
1: Yes, bro, that's fair enough.
2: Flop three, two, one. Bellotti. Bellotti. Alright. Easy. No. Tammy didn't have a great season, but Belotti didn't score a single yes, goal in not Serie a. a. Single goal in Serie A for a player who was a prolific goal scorer for so many seasons. Yeah. I think uh just to name this guy because he really didn't have a good season, the Ibanez, because yeah. when you put him on the biggest stages, he doesn't perform well. Not only does he not perform well, but really? he'll cost you the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unsung <laughs> hero. Chris Smalling? Good, good, good. Okay. I obviously I thought, I thought about of
1: Chris him. Dude, I, I stumbled upon the clip and I posted it recently on Instagram. Follow, follow, follow. <laughs> and <laughs> this fucking guy was going back in the United days. Yeah, had yeah and I know. And Maguire was really rated He was going, um, we've just let Smalling go.
2: Three o- million or something. Let me tell you something. Smalling is twice the player that Maguire is. I <laughs> never used the zooms. in On that uh, guy everyone, in the background uh, like, pulling a face at him. Firstly, fuck that guy in the background. <laughs> fuck. Just him. if the guy in the background's listening, fuck you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, El Sharawi was the unsung hero okay. for Roma. Put
1: his numbers up huh?
2: because he's a fantastic utility player. He was versatile, playing both as a left-wing back and a left-winger, especially with Spinazzola struggling with injuries, he really had to shift his weight, and even with bala struggling with injuries, doesn't matter if you're on the left side and you're injured, El Sharawi stepped in, and he got seven goals, and three assists in the league, two goals, and one assist in the Coppa too. El Sharawi. Fair enough, huh? Speaking of Allah. Now
1: <laughs> Best win For me Was the 2-1 away To Inter
2: Yes I agree Never easy winning At the San Siro And they've struggled Against the top 7 before And this season They got it and done that Against Inter was a show for Murray. Yes we To beat his whole team Yes
1: Worst yes. loss for me um, Of course There's Who was it Mac- Maccabi Haifa Maccabi Haifa, yeah, Haifa. There's Neville, all those Of course um, But for me It was the 4-3 loss At home to Sassuolo um, You've scored 3 and you lose. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. It um, is. And to concede four goals, especially at home at the
2: Olimpico, that's ugly. Bro. Especially for a Mourinho team because they're so compact. Pardon me, Jesus. They're so compact and they're so defensive, yes. so to say. They're Mourinho, parking the bus and all that. Um, to me, it's the two losses against Lazio, courtesy of Ebanez. Just the manner in which they lost those two games against Lazio, devastating. That yeah. has to be it for me. They also lost 2 1 away to Cremonese, by the way.
1: Yes! That was a bad one as well. Yes, yes, yes. That was massive. Juventus. Yes! Top. Rabiot, bro. Fuck I it. agree. I went cost-stitch in the mid-season, tops and flops, but this time I'm going to uh-huh. go for Rabio Simply because he played 32 games, he got eight goals, he got four assists, he had a great season. He was instrumental in that midfield and they really needed him because Paredes flopped. Yes. Pogba was unavailable. Yes. <laughs> the entire time. And this guy was playing along the likes of... Youngsters I had never yes. even heard of before. Moretti you have got Faigioli, B- Berenchea. Excuse my pronunciation. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so.
2: I think that's pretty bang on. Um, I put Rabio as well, not only because of his output. His output has significantly mm. improved. improved from previous seasons. However, his physicality, his technicality, and the fact that he was a goal scoring midfielder is super mm. important for Juve, especially when. Firstly. He was starting on the wing a lot of the time as well. Mm-hmm. we they mentioning that to, to showcase his versatility, obviously. And secondly, Allegri was shifting things around, shifting the formation, shifting player positions. And the common factor was Rabio in midfield. Yeah. And if you don't consider the minus 10 points... They would have finished what second, third in Something, the season. Right? I, yeah, I think yeah. I think third, just ahead of Inter. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, obviously it's not accurate because you have to bar those last games of the season uh-huh, and the and, Monza loss and all those. Exactly the Empoli one as well. Um I think he was instrumental mm-hmm. for Juve in the middle, breaking down play, starting attacks. Always an option if someone has the ball. Rabio's is always available. What a season he had, yes, man! Yes. What a season. Flop, harsh. Hush. You're saying Pogba. I'm saying Pogba. Uh-huh. But he only played 161 minutes. Okay, but he, he was injured. I, I understand. I understand. Only because if you look at the manner of how he got injured, you're going to say because it's for the World Cup and it's everyone's team. I know it's not fucking easy. I don't know, but I can understand why it's not fucking easy. But you can't just... He might have screwed up his entire career yes, this season. Yes, yes, yes. This season, Pogba right. might have fucked himself for the long term. He, By trying to shortcut his injury recovery, you no? And he ended up doing an even more serious surgery that well, than what was initially required because he made it even worse because he tried to rush back. It's harsh, but you can't. You can't not say that Pogba flopped this season to- his, the expectations were through the roof He was the solution for you. He was going to come back And he was going to hit those curlers from outside the area For sure, for sure But unfortunately, he played 161 minutes When he came on, he looked decent Sure, but Pogba
1: Okay, fair enough I'm going to stick with Paredes um, he's left and he's already scored the world before Argentina The classic He just had eight starts all season That's a flop bro yeah. You brought them in and then you look at the fact that he ended up playing youngsters in midfield and Pirates was there the entire time available That's a flop to me
2: Yeah, okay. I, agree. I agree
1: Unsung hero For me, a player I'm enamored by A player I like Danilo Give him the armband Give him the armband Give him the armband What a fantastic player He's solid, he's versatile He also managed three goals and three assists Um He's honestly, yeah, captain, material, super leader, locker room figure. He's a very good player.
2: There's no debate. I thought of saying Kostic initially, mm-hmm. but not really mm-hmm. that unsung. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I have to, have to go for Danilo. Best win? Uh, they, they got two victories over Inter in the league mm-hmm. Winning 1-0 yeah. away from home And 2-0 at home Those take it for me Getting a yeah. double against Inter in the league Is fucking difficult Agreed, agreed There was also the 3-0 against Lazio who finished second Which was yes. super Yes, yes,
1: Worst loss I would say 5-1 away to Napoli There was the 4-1 this... against Tempoli The 3-0 against that Monza That doesn't count that They doesn't don't count Because they came count. after the terrible exactly. political that situation The news, the points deductions they came at bad times. So for me, the 5-1 against Napoli was the, the worst one.
2: It's there. I listed it. But this was one of the situations where I had to go out of the league okay. to, to, to visit it. 2-0 loss to Maccabi Haifa. Yeah. When you look at Juve's progression over the past few years, naturally they had those nine Scudetti in, in, in a row. And after that, they were like, okay... Champions League We need to establish ourselves As European powerhouses They got to two Champions League finals They signed Cristiano Ronaldo And they did Everything in their power To get them To be European powerhouses Which was the Obviously the natural Next step for Juve There was nothing wrong With doing what they did All of that led to Losing 2-0 to Maccabi Haifa Yeah, yeah. Enough said Dif-
1: <laughs> Difficult season for Juve this year.
2: Yes Fiorentina Fiorentina Top birogi I thought of is so hard, bro. I thought of him so hard. So, so so good. A lot of people just say he's mm. good from set pieces. No, no he's, he's not. He's, he's solid, not. He's, he's, solid, he's, he's, a, he's a leader
1: and he's fucking yes. tough, bro. And he plays most of the time, 33 games all season. Was solid man. Hard working. Devastating at set pieces. I had Nico Gonzalez as the, as the, the other my. option. He's, he's yours. Isn't, he isn't. was mentally unavailable for half the season.
2: Redemption song Not enough for me For top of the season 42 appearances 28 starts 2,663 minutes played
1: This is in all competitions Yes 42 appearances
2: in all competitions Remember he was He was nowhere
1: to be seen At the start
2: 14 goals But you have to mention All competitions When you look at Fiorentina's season Coppa Italia Serie A So Serie A They finished 8th Coppa Italia They got to the final And conference league they got to the final And because have to this sure Nico Gonzalez
1: couldn't get his shit together for the start of the season They won't be featuring in Europe next year. Well, Fiorentina were shit at the start of the season Well sure, but
2: their best player was mentally unavailable bro. He came That's- back, he came back and he scored In the most important part of the season He got them to all those finals that they were in Not single-handedly of course, Italiano, all that um, 14 goals 5 assists. When you look at all competitions, he was the star player. 6 goals in Serie A and 5 in the Europa League and 2 in the Coppa. You, you look at all of their this success, for me.
1: he was there. This for me would be the equivalent of picking Deo Lefeu as your top for Udinese.
2: Disagree, De Lafayette had two goals all season. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Did he have two
1: goals all season? Yes, De, Lafayette. De Lafayette had two goals. He but, had like but loads he was, of assists. Yeah, but he was incredible at the start. He did half the season and then he disappeared. So for me, that can't be the top. It just came good for Nico
2: because he, he peaked at the second half of the season. So it's fresher in the memory it's fresher in the memory but the stakes are also higher bro there's there's the, the later stages of the conference league the later stages of the coppa italia it, it it's when the 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 leagues get more competitive the competitions get more competitive the way he stepped up after that he was easily their most influential player after that easily i understand however your shout of Biragi because mm-hmm. he was there for the entire time he was solid and he was a leader i understand yeah. i love the redemption of nico gonzalez though flop Jovic, whilst netting six in the league and six in the Europa League, which is massive, he was replacing Dusan Vlahovic. Mm -hmm. And he struggled to keep his spot ahead of Cabral. That's fair enough, yes. Um,
1: To be honest, I I, I don't disagree with you at all. Mm. Um, Jovic is a fair shout. Six goals, six goals. Yes, that's that's, that's it, you know, it's harsh, yes. Um, Igor, man. I I think Igor is a good player. Mm-hmm. I think Igor is not only is a good player. Okay, I'm just going to say I think Igor is a beast, bro. Yeah. I think Igor when For he's sure. mentally focused, when he's switched on, is impossible to play against. 1v1 against him and it's a nightmare. You're up against a gorilla essentially. He's yep. a fucking animal like. Um this season, man, he couldn't get into his rhythm. He really struggled <sighs> Igor and,
2: Yeah he couldn't, he couldn't Keep up the season In my opinion And obviously What highlighted that Obviously was that decision Not to bring down Bowen In the Conference League Oh, oh my there god There was that Which yes. was just the cherry On the oh, cake so No, so yes, I absolutely dream. get that's you That's frustrating I get
1: you Could have won a trophy Yeah um, Yes there was also Breck all over the fields A bit harsh Because he's new mm-hmm. um, Unsung hero I went for Christian Kwame I went for Giacomo Bonaventura mm-hmm. No bias. Would you say he's unsung? Yes, I would say so. I would okay.
0: say Uh yes I think
1: Kwame would be more unsung, you know. Kwame was the it's the same situation with Philip Anderson for Lazio. Fair. Came in to replace Cabral and Jovic who were shitting the bed. Um Kwame was corner was shitting the bed in on the, the way as well. And, and, and Kwame, Kwame came played in. there. Mm. Um and he always played well, man. And he managed four goals and four assists. So all season he was he was pretty good. I mm. mean no, no one expected anything Out of Cuomo People had even forgotten He existed Because of his injuries uh, He yeah. joined from Genoa And then kind of dipped For a while Vanished off the face of the earth And then came back And looked decent mm-hmm. To be honest Cuomo yeah, is a good that. shout.
2: Cuomo is a yeah. very good shout. To me it's one Aventura Because typically People judge Bonaventura's season based on his numbers. Now, if you look at his numbers this season, he has seven goals and four assists, which is good. Mm-hmm. Which is good. But his leadership qualities mm-hmm. are immense. He keeps fucking working for 90 minutes of every single game and he had 39 appearances and 37 starts. He was consistent. He was constant. To me, he's the unsung hero. I don't think he gets raved about enough, man, Bonaventura. Especially Fair in enough. his later he's definitely years. a
1: cult hero, Bonaventura. Mm-hmm. There was also Saponara, four goals, three assists, had a good season. Um, a season where he featured more often than not, and that's not something we can often say. Yeah. Um, he's been let go. He's a free agent right now.
2: Let's hope he stays in the league. Yeah. Let's hope he stays in the league. Now, hopefully. Best victory. Well, he's kind of, in, in his later years, Saponara, so maybe... But he's not that too. old. He's like 32, no? Something like that.
1: Like, that's not old at all. You know, another player, bro, by the way, who comes across as way older than he actually is, is Manolo Gabbiadini. How old do
2: you think Manolo Gabbiadini is? I know is? this, 32. Yes. Sapanara's 31. How old is... My God, I just I just thought of one that um, seems older than he is. I can't... Well, remember. is 31 as well. My not God. Even 32, yes. My God.
1: Who was I, I
2: can't remember. I can't remember. I'll, I'll randomly remember when okay. we're in like 12th place or something. Sure. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> cool Um, Best win, of course, 1 0 away to Inter
2: was a great win. 1 at home to Milan was also good. But 1 0 away to Inter is 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 massive. It's massive. Um, I went for Fiorentina 2 Roma 1 because they were both heading into the European finals and they just, the Conference League finalists beat the the Europa League finalists. Fair enough. And I think it's a massive statement that they made over there, Fiorentina. Nice, nice.
1: Worst loss?
2: So. Basake year 3, Fiorentina nil didn't really matter because they got to the oh, yeah, Conference yeah. League final nonetheless. But Fiorentina nil Lazio 4 had topped off a torrid start for La Viola and it seemed like it couldn't get worse for them at that point. So I'd say that.
1: Fair enough, yes. Um, I also put the 4-3... Away loss to Inter Simply because that game Was not as close As the scoreline So yes And there were massive lapses In concentration early on And they really mm-hmm. could have Got something out of that game But the individual errors Cost it And they, they got
2: fucked ah, up basically. In fact Many people won't remember Inter were 2-0 ahead in, yeah, in that game yeah. early, were, on, yeah, early on Yeah, Fior... a few seconds in like. Barella scored I yeah. think um, Fiorentina yeah. were second best In that game To me they, like It's like they got murked Inter made yeah, it way yeah. harder For themselves But they got merked. Constellation
1: goals But they got fucked up yeah. It's true bologna
2: wow we're flying we're, how long
1: how what minute are we in we are in oh we're an hour in Look you have this. been listening to seria r spotlight for one hour and two minutes
2: imagine now we just plug in our sponsors like imagine mm. one day when we have sponsors man <laughs> we won't bore you. manscaped shave <laughs> your balls <laughs> why does it, why is everyone sponsored by manscaped Manscaped clearly got, got taken over by someone with a ridiculous budget and he's like, get the name out there when I want people to think of them shaving their balls, which is something everyone, everyone shaves their pussy and their balls, dog. <laughs> Every, everyone, everyone in the world, unless you're a jungle person. Um, bro. and they Why? Re- <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> a, It's, it's totally cultural. What if you shave? Yes. You shave at least once, no, bro. It is totally cultural. What happens if you never shave your bro? Boys? You, you're Japanese or Korean. They shave sometimes. For you, sure. Bro, what? They're going to uh, tie it bro, in a ponytail, bro. bro, bro what's a,
1: this? A friend of mine mm. went to Korea mm. and went to these saunas. The men split up. The women split up. My friend was a little bit nervous. He was along, he was with his girlfriend. His girlfriend went to the women part. Um, he went to the man part. He opened the door, found himself in this massive hall full of Korean men. Everyone Everyone There were about 50 people in there bro Everyone had a bush okay. <laughs> Except him Bro he, st- he stood out like a sore
2: thumb bro. Okay Then the West The West Everyone in yeah. the West Shaves their balls Everyone in the West yeah. Shaves their pussies Manscaped I mean, Manscaped Even if they just targeted America Yeah Like oh, a lot of Americans Listen to podcasts Podcast Culture came From America I, yeah. I, I believe with Joe Rogan And he like Started it all Technically Um, And they just They they got their name out there When you think of Shaving your balls You think of Manscaped Great job to them Like nice. Domination Marketing domination Yeah um, not sure Where this podcast episode Is going <laughs> right now <laughs> Bologna top Bologna top Or Solini 100% Finally
1: a consistent season For Solini He typically performs In the second half Of the season only He had 11 goals He had 4 assists Really got revived Thanks to the managerial change. Um, of course uh, Motta. Yeah, Motta thank you. I was gonna call him Grosso, bro. I've been mixing them up. You, you yeah, have I don't like been, that. I don't been. like that. Motta has been super, of course, Bologna. Apparently PSG one, the massive clubs, have been looking at Motta as a profile.
2: But no, he managed Minter. to revive or something. Motta, who I just called Minter, will end up <laughs> at Inter. He will. Minter. He will. He's the future like He'll spend seven seasons, eight seasons at Inter. I can see it, bro. I can see it. it. Um, Shout out to Arnautovic Yes. Orsolini, no debate for me. The best Italian attacking player this season in the world. What was Zaccani. Um, He contributed more, Orsolini. Eleven goals, four assists, I believe. In the league. But eleven goals four assists. Zaccani had. had I have it. it, I have it written. Control F Zaccani. Enter. Oh. 10 goals and 7 assists
1: Zaccani So Zakani
2: had more Zakani had more But okay Orselini, Idiot or, Orsolini is still tough <laughs> His corner wow <laughs> <laughs> No but Orsolini, No debate for me He can make a dangerous situation Out of nothing yes, He, really so he, he has that around. chaotic
1: play style I really enjoy watching Yeah And flop
2: Harsh maybe. Soriano No Zergze Oh he had oh, his he disagree, he, sorry. he he had his opportunities to grab goals Arnie was out injured a lot um he only managed two and he played around 13 he fourteen looked, he games looked so good he looked good but he's a striker mm. not a flop though
1: petania is on my flop for for Monza he, he, is flop. he is my he oh, is my flop man's looking at the
2: numbers but no it's not it's not only numbers it's it's roles. For me, Zergze was
1: very good at driving, holding up the ball, laying it off to the wingers. He was fine. For me, Soriano started off well, but only managed the season with 15 starts, one goal, three assists. I thought he started the season well and was going to be kind of a comeback season for him. But in the end, he proved that he can't do it consistently for 38 games. Fair
2: enough, Zergze for me. Okay, unsung hero. Ferguson. I put push. Fair enough. To me, Ferguson, um, he kind of started performing under Motta out of nowhere.
1: He scored a shit ton for, what did he end up scoring? Seven goals, seven, six, Something seven goals? Something like that. Something, Something like that.
2: But he, he's an incredibly intelligent footballer. Once Motta came in and utilized him correctly, he was the key outlet for them in midfield. One of their most important players this season, if not the most important player.
1: Yeah, he was he was amazing this season, twenty three years Lewis old. Lewis
2: Ferguson he scored seven, seven goals, goals this season. That's super, seven super, super, super Unsung super hero for me.
1: For me it was Stefan Posh who played as right back. He got six goals and two assists from right back. He looked incredible in my opinion. Um I thought he, he at one point he was one of the highest the best performing um, defenders,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. in, in yeah. Europe's top five leagues. Mm-hmm. Great player, mm-hmm. for me. I'm just gonna argue with you for a second um, because you said man's looking at the numbers. I think you have to consider them. I, I don't think it's and, and you'll notice that I a lot of the times them I think if you, a lot like. Of the times. If you look at a lot of the decisions I will make in my tops, flops, and whatever, I'll say, regardless of these numbers, he was influential. Mm-hmm. He held the ball, he controlled the tempo. But that's Zergze. Did this, did that. I and, and I understand. And I understand. But you remove Arnautovic. You bring on Zergze. He's got 14 to 15 matches to establish himself. Yes, he moved the ball around. Not as efficiently. He was good. But he wasn't insane. In front of goal, he shits himself. He still is improving. He's only 22 years old. He Very, very interesting player coming from Bayern Munich. However, with Arnautovic out injured, you bring on Zergze. He's not getting you goals. And they ended up playing Barrow up front. So Barrow can get them goals. Because the striker needs to score. Yeah. He does. Fair enough um. <laughs> And I think I would consider him my flop Because he's so raved about Because he came from Bayern Munich and the expectations were Yes, sir, too high for where he is So the expectations skewed the performances
1: Fair enough um, I never expected him to get many goals this season um, Every time I watch Zergs He passes the eye test with flying colours I think he's a super His technical His movement is brilliant Brilliant player, he glides I would not call him the flop this season Fair, That's fair my fair, opinion. fair, fair. Um, best victory, one nil at home to winter. Fair enough, I agree. Okay, there was a 2-0 away to Atalanta, 3 0 mm-hmm. well on the Derby, which was a massive victory for them. Yeah. Worst loss for me was 6 1 away to winter.
2: Yeah their best win and their worst loss were against the same team. Yes, and the 6
1: 1 came first, the one came after. Exactly. Which so makes it-, it
2: makes it better. Yeah.
1: Yes. Torino. Tony Sanabria! Yes bro, finally we give it to someone who has always stepped up in tough moments A man who has always played second fiddle A man who was not praised often enough But who has always delivered when called upon Tony Sanabria finished the season with 12 goals and 4 assists And hardly ever started the games Tony Sanabria for me is Torino's best player this season
2: All the doubt about their lack of number 9 But he is actually, genuinely, a great player Fucking striker He scored some True number 9 goals Some goals that Some true number 9s Wouldn't score And he also has Those creative qualities Mm. Of a trequartista, Which Mm. actually Brings a lot to his game He's a phenomenal striker I would take him at Milan I'll go so (laughs) far As to say that Tony Sabri had a Magnificent season Magnificent
1: now the flop, um, three, three to one. I agree. All right, I'll die on this hill, bro. Um, <laughs> this was his chance. He has yeah. been back in Italy for a while now. Um, Torino had a gap in that attack. Of course, he had the chance to establish himself. He managed two goals only. Yeah, four starts all season. Um, he also scored for the under twenty ones against France yesterday.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I saw a good header. Tonali assisted. Exactly,
1: exactly. Yes, unsung. Samuel Ricci. Fair enough, I considered him. Okay, I thought he was great in midfield, kept everything ticking. He's young, he's talented, managed two goals, one assist, was an amazing
2: player. I um, had the question of Ricci versus Illich, because when Illich Ooh, came yes, in, bro, I thought really about that as well. I had the thought of Miranchuk versus Vlasic as well. I, they I, have I... a lot of really good key pieces. To me, the unsung hero, very unsung, Buongiorno. Buongiorno was super. His second. In Air Challenges 1 aerial duel. In the one. league? Yep. Ooh. So that's 107 Air Challenges 1 all season. He was in 181 Air Challenges, which is 7th in Serie A. Um, he had 176 pass interceptions, which is 16th in Serie. And he averaged around 5.43 pass interceptions in Per game, which put him in the 85% percentile. Um, Just a fantastic season by Bongiorno.
1: Super, super player, bro. Very good shout. Also, Bongiorno is a great word. Love the way Brad Pitt says it in English Busted. Bongiorno. Bongiorno. Yeah, great player, good talent, Um, breaking news, Fabrizio Romano has just tweeted that Inter are in fact closer to the Ram than Milan are, we won't get into the discussion, but I thought might as well make this podcast up to date, no, devastating, yes, we have to record with Twitter open nowadays, because shit moves so quickly,
2: yeah, now, best win for Torino, 2-1 victory at home to Milan, who did you say for, ah, Samuel Ricci, yes, yeah, two one um, against Milan in the league and one nil away in the Coppa. Yeah, they're not Milan out of the cup. Two massive wins and uh, against Milan. They
1: also had a four nil away victory against the rat in a corner that were Spezia on the penultimate mm-hmm. day when they were battling. Um, they were fighting for their lives, and then yeah. they beat them four nil. That's, that was that's fun. a good victory. That's probably their best victory, come to think of it. But but no, you know, no, two one know, against, against, Milan. against Milan. Yeah, better. Now. Worst loss, I would say four 2 away to Juve because it was a derby and because Torino are better than that nowadays. Torino shouldn't be conceding four to Juve. Torino, I guess. Juve,
2: Juve, Madonna, Juve, <laughs> you at the helm. Yeah.
1: So they should. They shouldn't be conceding for to Juve. <laughs>
2: you lose to Spezia. It's your worst loss of the season, and Torino lost to Spezia one at home. Okay. So that's fair that.
1: Fair enough.
2: Moving on to Monza. Top. Yes. Um... I know you can compare Caprari's contributions to Carlos Augusto, who's a defender, and Churria as well, who he is well behind. But his impact is still the strongest. He's the best player on the pitch when Monza play, he's winning fouls, he's taking shots, he's influencing the team, and he's naughty. So to me... Caprari takes it.
1: You see, is. he's no. their star
2: player. Caprari no, is Monza's des- star disagree, player. Disagree,
1: disagree, disagree. Didn't think he was consistent enough. But
2: is he not Monza's the- star, star player? player? Yes. I mean, on paper, in theory, sure. But I thought, for example, what do you mean on paper? On paper is the one that has the better stats.
1: Yeah, I mean, you look at Mon, you watch Monza's games this season. It was the Carlos Augusto show, bro. He linked up brilliantly with the with the midfield to, to attack.
2: Um, you look at, for example, Churia as well, out wide, he was incredible as well. But I would Churia, you say for that- example, towards the end of the season, Caprari was a menace, even when he wasn't scoring or assisting, which I understand he didn't have as many contributions as Carlos and as Churia. Um, but he, he was that influence for Monza. He was the player you look out for when you're playing <clears> against <throat> Monza. You put two men on him because he's creating...
1: How many starts did he even have by the end of it? Caprari. Caprari. I don't even know if he started that many games, bro, Caprari. You're joking, bro. I swear to God, bro. You're joking. 32 starts, 5 goals, 2 assists. Okay, 32 starts are a shit ton. Um, Forget the goals and assists, because he was their most influential player. I know, bro, but I, I, I still disagree with you. Whenever I watched Monza, it wasn't Caprari who stood out to me. It was Carlos Augusto, man. Carlos Augusto was incredible.
2: In moments, yes. Carlos Augusto stood out to me. He was defensively sound and his output for a defender was magnificent. But again, just the amount of fouls that that um, uh, Caprari won, the amount of times he created space for his teammates, he's just super, super dangerous. To me, he's the most influential player in that team. Fair enough. Barring okay. the numbers.
1: okay, um, Agree to disagree there. Um, I'm going to stick to Carlos Augusto. Incredible season. Um, he's wanted all over Europe even Newcastle
2: apparently are after him yeah. um, him his mother and his dog as well. <laughs> um yeah, flop. I've praised Petania for his hold up play and seven assists. I understand his industry, but four goals is too little. He's been regressing in his career.
1: Okay I put Cranio. This is the same as on. One appearance. Um Mari close second for getting stabbed. <laughs> but um Cranio is uh, my my <laughs> flop of
2: the season. Fair enough, it makes sense. Yeah. Unsung hero, it's a so. it's a so. Yep. So, brings a lot to the game from centre back and he's always on it. He's always yeah, on bro. it. He's always in the mood to
1: play football. He's, no, it's so. He's ballsy, he's tough, but he's elegant on the ball. He hardly ever puts a foot wrong. He contributes wonderfully to link up play. He oh, he has the technique of a midfielder. Yes.
2: Yeah, Let so, literally, so literally, literally. So he reminds me a lot, nowhere near the same quality, but no, the kind of centre back Ramos is hmm. It was very similar. Pinging balls from the back, good in the air, tough motherfucker, yeah. tattoos all over. Can faint and drop the striker pressing in. Yeah, it. he's he's very street smart as well. He's a bit of a Theo in mm. that sense. He knows who's where. He knows who's on a yellow, all that. Yeah. Love it, so, Love it, so. I've always had him on my Fanta. I think three. Pardon me, three seasons in a row. I think I had him on my Fanta. Ooh, there we go. Mm. Best win
1: for Monza, for me, was the 2-0 away to Juventus, um, the 1-0 away to Winter, the 2-0 at home to Napoli. Now, you look at this, okay, you have the 2-0 away to Juventus It came after the news of the points deduction. The 2-0 at home to Napoli was while Napoli were hungover. So
2: that leaves the 1-0 away to Winter, and for me, that's their best victory. Disagree. Um, now, not because it was their most convincing victory, but it will go down in history for being their first victory in Serie A. It was a 1 0 win over Juve and the first of many Pullman Detroit this year. Very, very good. Yeah, to be fair, everyone has a victory over
1: Inter this season. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> the worst loss um, 3 0 to Salernitana. Yes, yes. yes. And, yeah, then yeah, they, yeah. and then Monza 3 0 to Salernitana in the next game. So yeah. they got their revenge. Yeah, agreed. Um, great season by Monza after they sacked Stroppa. And brought in um, Paladino. Yep. They turned things promoted around. Promoted Paladino. Yeah, promoted actually. You're yeah. right. They um, were the best performing newly promoted team in the top five leagues ever
2: in history, I would fucking say. In Serie A, I don't know. If it's um, I don't history, know if they, you know, but the, the, the statistic for the season
1: holds holds well. Huh? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Udinese I hate Udinese by the way. I oh, find I'm it very hard
2: to despise Odinese, man. They, I they, they, really they're they that physical yeah. annoying team that doesn't really play well together, man.
1: And they're that team that uh, when they're doing well, it's almost like their president goes down to the changing room and goes like, whoa, whoa, mm. whoa, relax. Mm. I don't want to do this well. <laughs> Tenth is good, but don't be anywhere near the top seven, you know? Literally, literally. Roberto,
2: Roberto top, Pereira.
1: Yes. 34 appearances, 5 goals, 7 assists, a tireless worker, he's technically superior to his teammates, he is a player who's in this I respect a lot, and who just works tirelessly.
2: Yeah, not not exactly because of his performances, because he wasn't that great if you compare him to the Mm -hmm. last seasons, but he was versatile, he was playing as a right wing back as well as a centre mid, as an Mm -hmm. attacking mid. And just his leadership qualities are exemplary for his teammates mm-hmm. who tend to be a little bit hot-headed. Not that he's not a hothead himself, but mm-hmm. he does keep a cool head. Um, Beto also got 10 goals this season too, and it's his second good season, so keep an eye on Beto.
1: Keep an eye on him. He's kind of appreciating at a slow and steady pace. Yeah. Flop. Um, by the way, also, honourable shout-out, honourable mention to Samardzic. Yeah, was yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, well. Flop for me was, it was hard to choose
2: because there uh-huh. wasn't a clear flop. No. But I
1: thought Silvestri dipped this season.
2: Mm. He did dip, he did dip, he did dip. And I thought of Silvestri. Who's yours? I put Tuvan. Oh, yeah, he was brought in and did nothing. You know, 541 minutes of play, he should have made more of an impact. Yeah. He didn't do anything, bro. Nothing, nothing. Yeah. And this is guy, the same guy that was linked to Milan yeah, yeah, for two seasons. seasons in a row. Like, <laughs> So I, I was a bit disappointed when watching mm. Tuvan play football. Not only not contributing, but watching mm. him play football, I was a bit disappointed.
1: Next up is my favorite type of beach, Sandy Loverish.
2: Yeah, I agree. Our unsung hero, Sandy motherfucking Loverage. 37 man.
1: appearances. Yes. only missed one game this season. Yes. Five goals, six assists. A workhorse in the midfield. A great, great season for agree, him overall and agree. you hardly ever hear
2: his name. Agree, agree, agree. Best I think our best win time. and worst loss will be the same.
1: Best win was 4-0 to Roma.
2: Yep. And the worst loss was 3-0 to within. No, to
1: Bologna,
2: to Bologna yes, yeah. I wrote to Dinezio. <laughs> I do that so much, I'm bro. dumb. I do that so much. Yeah. But yeah, I agree, 4-0 to Roma and the opening games of the season. We were like, oh, Dinezio seemed pretty good this year. Yeah. Then they beat Roma 4-0, and you're like, okay, they seem amazing <laughs> this year. Um, and then just the dip they had, the tipping point was, not the tipping point, but the, the epitome of their bad performances was their 3-0 loss to Bologna. Mm-hmm. Because well, they should be. They were fighting, you know, for eight. They were on par, man. They were on par. They were they on shouldn't par. have lost 3-0. 3-0
1: exactly. is a fucking... They had opposite seasons. seasons. They, they had all opposite all seasons. All world, yeah. Sassuolo. Now, despite struggling with with injuries and having a tough season overall, I'm still going to give my top to memo.
2: 12 goals and 7 assists. Yes, Berardi. In 26 games, you have to. And his leadership as well. And, and the way he turns... Nothing into something Berardi 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 Shout out Obviously To um, Lauriante To Lauriante Um, But he did dip in Q4 Mm. And a little bit in Q3 as well um, Bro, I'm remote. not familiar with this term. It's business business terms. Quarter, Q4, one yeah. quarter, two quarters. And why two are, you, quarter why are you using
1: business terms on on our fucking podcast? Uh, it, it it makes
2: sense though in the last quarter of the season in Q4. It sounds it sounds super American. Uh, Jerry would like that. Oh Jerry. Jerry. Let Jerry. him cook. Let him cook! <laughs> let him
0: cook <laughs> America! <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs>
2: We're too optimistic, man We're no, too optimistic We'll see Let him cook
1: So, Sassuolo, flop I have There are too many to choose there, from You've got Tressoldi, You've got a red card every game yeah. You've got Bayrami Who, I'm not even sure Landed in fucking Reggio Emilia. You've got Consigli, Who looked like he was
2: both For another he few games fucking kept masturbating In the shower all yeah. season But
1: for me The flop of the season is Pinamonte. I agree.
2: Because Sassuolo
1: are a very attacking team, very dynamic team, who a striker should be able to score way more than five goals on on a team like this. You know, I mean, again, like... They, they
2: scored goals It's not only bro. It's not only that he didn't score But his whole up play Everything good. Everything He, he was on a place. different Wavelength Completely yes, Completely complete. Really out it, of place And they
1: would play him a great ball He wouldn't get it And then he'd point in front of him Saying I wanted it here Bad attitude. Adapt, adapt to your teammates You're the new one Exactly Fucking idiots <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys On this episode We have Pinamonti <laughs> As a guest <laughs> no, Imagine that
2: My god One day Yeah huh?
1: One day, One maybe. Day. Mm. Hopefully not. I mean, I don't speak Italian. And I yeah. highly <laughs> know they speak
2: Italian. I mm, <laughs> sound hero. So I put Frattesi I put Maxime. Maxim was out quite a bit this season, though.
1: He was. He was. But he still got the numbers up. If you give me 3.58 seconds, I will find it. Count, count, count. One, two, three, point, five. Eight, there we go. So, Maxim Lopez had 25 starts, five appearances of the bench, so still managed 30 appearances in a 38 game season. Um, was always one of the best players in the pitch when he played. Um, similar industry to Benasser and mm-hmm. Lobotka, for example. Mm-hmm. I think Maxim Lopez would be. Up there, close to those guys, not quite at that level, but a very underrated player, a player whose name is not mentioned often
2: enough, and for me, Yeah, it's my song, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's great, he's great. And last season, I believe, I had him as my unsung for Sassuolo. I had a far better season than they did this year, last year. Um, to me, Fratesi was a super important player for them, maybe it's not recognized enough. Um, he had seven goals from midfield for a team that struggled. Seven goals from... seven goals from your midfielder is super 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 important Mm -hmm. and just the way he used to well he does carry the ball from midfield to attack is brilliant he's up and down he's box to box I would take him at Milan for I think he's a brilliant player only 23 years old very young for a midfielder same age as Tonali I believe um, he is one of the next big things For for uh, Italy Agreed And he was actually With Monza and Sebeb, Scored a shit ton of goals With them yeah. over there as well Has been progressing very nicely That's where he made his mark Before the under 21 World Cup If I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. yeah. These guys, no ball. <laughs>
1: Best win for Sassuolo was their 5-2 victory away to Milan. Or their 5-0 home victory to Salernitana. Of course, the Milan one is more,
2: mm. more significant. I didn't put the Milan one because it's when Milan were significantly struggling. Like, that was literally at the peak of Milan's struggles. Like, we weren't hopeful for that game yeah. kind of thing. Um, but it's still massive. to put yeah, five yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Milan. Absolutely. But I think they're... Away from home. Beating Roma 4-3... Away from home When Roma managed to put three past Sassuolo And Sassuolo managed to bite back And put four past them mm-hmm. I think their heart Their determination That that to me is a top victory Because Fair they enough. left everything in the pitch
1: Okay, okay That's an
2: interesting perspective That's good Fair enough Worst loss?
1: Um three To who? Bologna in the derby. Terrible.
2: Fifth? That's a derby. I forgot that's a derby, man. I, I no, tend no, to no. forget that that's a derby. What's it called? The Al Paponi? <laughs> Al Al della Pennini. Appennino. Della Pennina. Appennino. One, one of those. The Apennines. The Apennine Derby. Yeah. Um, you lose to Sampdoria and you're a doo doo fucking shit brain, <laughs> they, they lost at home to Sampdoria to one. That's fucking a massive loss for yes, them, man. With Caputo it. on the other end as well. Empoli So yeah They say Caputo on the other end Caputo's at Empoli nowadays yeah, bro, what, what but, Was he at
1: Sabdoria Caputo? He was yes He was okay he was So I'm I'm, I'm, mm,
2: I'm I'm way behind
1: <laughs>
2: Empoli Top Hugo go Cambiaghi. Vicario
1: I'm gonna change Vicario I agree, <laughs> I agree No Fuck Kambiagi <laughs> <man. laughs> Fuck No dude 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 he I put Kambiagi because he started 12 and came on 16 times But was their best goal scorer behind Caputo who fair, underperformed fair, fair. And That's I thought Kambiagi was a young player who came on and really impressed Mm-hmm. Vicario though you, you are absolutely right There was no one better Than fucking Vicario on goal Yeah I think so Honestly like, like the Best look at in the-, the league this year By far
2: By far By just, far Just simply Fuck stats Just look at him yes, Watch yes, him He's yes. incredible He's a cat He's a cat yes. bro And now he plays for Spurs Fuck my life Out of all teams as well In England Spurs man Spurs <laughs> <laughs> <A> Flop <laughs> Spurs it's so good. I never heard it before. <laughs> <laughs> they literally called Spurs. You just add the M. Fucking Spurs. <laughs> Tottenham, <insane>. hot <laughs> 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 <sighs> Tottenham Hot Sperms. Tottenham Hot Sperms. I'm, I'm okay. so sorry, guys. Their flop, Satriano, boom. destro
0: at it least was satriano, one of the strikers.
2: Yeah, at least Satriano's no, young one of the strikers yeah. um, today he managed one goal you move also. you move from a big team to a small team and you're supposed to be the shit like mm. and and he went and and you know i the, the, one of the reasons i dislike satriano i have um, fm on my phone <laughs> um with empoli right and i started satriano a lot of the times and because he was great in the air and I did early crosses from midfield and he was scoring a bunch. This is, this and man. then I answer, I, I emailed Inter. I'm like, listen, I'd like to buy this guy. What's your quote for him? 80 million. <laughs> bro. 80 million. He <laughs> but, had 16 <laughs> goals for me the season. I finished fifth with Empoli. Crazy, man. Fucking what, bro? 80 <laughs> million? There's nothing worse than playing any fifa
1: or or manager manager mode or anything that isn't fm is annoying
2: yeah no, FM well, is great
1: budget. I just wish I had The time for it man Because if, if I had No job On the job, phone
2: It's way simpler Emails Skip fucking oh, man, through them I, I don't top, afford top, top. To be
1: addicted To, to video games I'm Because not I would Get a, addicted to it I'm, I'm not addicted like that.
2: I'm on a flight And I play it mm-hmm. um, I'm in a cab And I'm playing it Whatever like man But yeah With Satriano I, I had so higher what you're doing When you're not Making
1: snippets <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm not making <laughs> snippets Come on <laughs> I'm making vox pops Outside Sun Zero Dog Yeah Stop it Yeah do you want to count? Jake makes most of the snippets, guys. Well done to fucking Jake. Well done, Jake. Everyone give him a big gas round of applause. Well done. Thank you, thank you. You're way quicker, way more efficient than me, basically. You're, you're just better than me. Mm, you're just no. way better than me. Unsung, Unsung hero. Parisi. Akpah, Akpro. Ak- Let me know try what? that again. Akpa, Akpro.
1: Sometimes what was it the he him she her akpak bro <laughs> they them akpak uh, yeah, that's it uh, for the day um, yes bro to be honest with you Parisi is more um, rated than yeah I he's back, more bro. sung yeah um, he he played thirty three games instrumental um, moves into midfield similarly to there Hernandez in that aspect yeah yeah um, yeah you're probably right again bro you've outdone me with the sample prep I must say. Um, yes. you've, you've, you've swayed me Akpa, AKPRO was incredible this season And mm. I never thought he had it in him When he was with Lazio And this year at Empoli he You know what he brought
2: to Empoli, man To me Balance Firstly, balance, yes they, they are beautiful balance in midfield Marin in the pocket Him as the box-to-box box. But to me He... Didn't allow Empoli to get bossed around too often. Because he was just that big motherfucker who'd break down play, who didn't shy away from a yellow card when he needed to get one. His leg was always extended, ready to go, man. I yeah. really enjoyed that pack, bro. And you called him Vieira on one of the episodes. Bro, he's,
1: he, he played there. He had a really good season. A very good season very good, very good season.
2: very good season. Empoli are very
1: exciting. Yeah. Their best win, one 0 to winter. I mean, so everyone for you, one, no man. Man, how many in inter- the best wins? The hey, one against the hey, one against, hey, it, one against hey. it.
2: everyone going now. To me, it doesn't matter. Not much. It doesn't matter. Not it doesn't matter. But um, it's harsh to say that Juve's worst loss was the one against Empoli, four-one. But you can't say it's Empoli's best win. No, they had just confirmed survival. They were all hungover. They went out partying and they beat Juve four goals to one. You put yeah, four past yeah, Juve. Yeah. No matter what the situation is, bragging rights forever. That goes down in Empoli's history forever. Yeah, the problem four was one. that game was a bit redundant.
1: I know. For, because I Empoli is Juve, but credit To be honest, Zanetti spoke... After that game And it was like To be honest I was worried My boys were going to get destroyed Because mm. we haven't Stopped drinking <laughs> Yeah <laughs> They had just Like Confirmed Survived survival. Yes yeah. yes yes Yeah So fair enough Okay The one against Inter Was uh, during crunch time of The season though It was at a time Where everything was still up Was still to play for And they managed to beat Inter Who were solid nice. So I think that that's The, the best uh, one But 4-1 yeah, against Juve Of course these yeah. That's the game They'll be telling their kids about Exactly Exactly Exactly. Worst loss for me Match day one Won loss to Spezia Agreed, agreed Empoli have much more quality than Spezia They should not be losing to them Especially in the opening And they were season. better
2: than Spezia that mm-hmm. game They were just wasteful They were just wasteful Now obviously match day one So you can't critique them too much on that But You lose to Spezia And you're Yeah Much like some do do a doodoo shit Salernitana So Last season We couldn't imagine Salernitana Staying in Serie A let alone dancing in Syria. Oh. Dia, Abulaye dia Fiqua equa, equa. Il bomber de granate che country sicuramente non ti ricordi. He made them dance this season with sixteen goals. And six assists Who would have thought of be seeing Salernitana fans Taunting the opposition As
1: often as they did Putting those finger goggles In their eyes bro to, uh, Imitating But M- that's M- it No it's, it's, celebration. it's exactly that What a player What a player And if this Thuram deal Doesn't go through For Milan or Inter For me, me You Diaz. go for Dia yes, anyway, yes Any one of them It'd yes. be good at Inter It'd be good at Milan Because he is a high IQ player
2: I need to ram at Milan. You don't understand, bro. You don't understand. If he goes to Winter, I'm gonna be whoa. I might not do the podcast yep, next the, year. The, like, the, I'm the, joking. The, mint off right now. I'm <laughs> joking. <laughs> <his lips. laughs> like that that meme of yeah. DJ Khaled. Yeah. It's not DJ Khaled. It just looks like him. Is it fucking not DJ it's Khaled, not DJ bro? DJ Khaled licking his lips. You're joking. Oh, it's it's not. so DJ
1: Khaled. I don't think it is.
2: Anyway. Who's your flop For Salernitana? Maggiore He
1: should have walked Into the starting 11 And he didn't Fair Came to life a bit Towards the end of the season
2: Still my flop Fair I put Lovato Because you'd think That leaving Atalanta For Salernitana Would make him An important player For them But at 26 years old He still looked 19 This season Lovato's
1: 26 Nowadays
2: Yep That's Wrong. Google it just to make sure.
1: That can't be right, bro. Lovato.
2: He looked 19 for sure. Okay, give me okay. the age of Demi Lovato, <laughs> <laughs> if, if any of you are wondering.
1: Demi Lovato is 30 years old. By the way, how is she still only 30? By the way, hey. but Selena is Lovato's 23. Don't know where you're getting your information My from. My God,
2: what the yes. fuck? Yes. Transfer market, bro. No, bro. But still. Still, you move from yeah. Atalanta to go to Salernitana and you start, bro. You yeah. start,
1: yeah, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go for Maljuera still because he was the captain of Spezia, seemed like he was a better player than everyone else over there. Came to Salernitana, Kulebali still managed to start over him, and Maljuri barely featured. On hero, I, I put Sepe. Ooh. Sepe did brilliantly. He had 17 appearances, 17 great appearances until Ochoa was brought in and he was forgotten. So that is the definition of an unsung hero, a forgotten hero. Sepe contributed greatly to Salernitana's survival in
2: Serie A this season. Fair enough. <gasps> um, not that unsung for me, um, but I put Kandreva. Oh. Because he's typically judged For his contributions to goals But he did far more than Just seven goals And five assists this season With leadership qualities And consistency For a 36 year old To play 35 matches in a season You judge him on his numbers Fuck you Yeah
1: Honestly Kondreva Candre- for me is great Love Kondreva Scored a few
2: <laughs> brilliant goals <laughs> My This season god. as well My god Amazing goal Beautiful By the way We have Some beautiful Kondreva merch On our website you know that goal where he extended and he dropped the goal. Yeah, yeah. We have that in merch on bucket. You can get hats. it as a sticker if you want. A sticker as well if just over know. a euro. Yeah.
1: Best win. Three one away to Lazio or one at home to Atalanta.
2: <laughs> so I, I wrote. I would say their three one away win to Lazio. Um or they're 1-0 at home To Atalanta But I can't not say They're 3-2 win Against Odeneza That confirmed survival um, mm, 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 Who was it that Grabbed mm, mm. the goal Through Stekong True Stekong oh, Grabbed the goal At the end god, man, To me fucking I watched that game With my... Adam Ryan Yes I was showering yeah. When the goal happened I watched the majority Of the game though That was That's a fair shot Where's lost 8-2 To Atalanta We move For sure we move Lecce Lecce Oh my of
1: god course. I forgot
2: <laughs>
0: We're
1: to do spread, that real yeah. quick. Give me a second.
2: Okay, let me pause it. We're back. I'm your host, Matt, with the guy that thinks that there are 19 teams in Serie <laughs> right forgot, forgot Lecture, who I love, by the way. love
1: watching you. love adore watching you. You adore No, them. no, bro.
2: Bro, don't, don't even joke. Okay, I know, I know, I know. I know. Love Lecture. I know, but there are 19 teams. All there. right, top. Now, this was my
1: debate that I had in these five minutes that we've been paused, Um so, you look at the two factors that kept literature alive, okay? So, in order to survive, you must first not concede goals, mm-hmm. but then you must also score goals to win games. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you prioritize? As a newly promoted team, scoring goals is important, but not conceding yes. is even more important. Now, is it? It's debatable. I think that Umtiti brought a certain defensive stability that was crucial to Lecce's, to Lecce's survival. Mm-hmm. Umtiti not only brought this defensive stability, he also carried the ball forward, he drove well, he played. He had
2: an incredible season. Umtiti. Revitalized through yes. this experience as well.
1: So um, I would actually go for Umtiti over Strefetza, who had eight goals and four assists. And in fact, um, Lecce never actually conceded more than two goals in a game until the very last game of the season. So, And that's all thanks to Umtiti and Bascarata's partnership. And I'm going to go for Umtiti. Yes, you?
2: I'm gonna go for Strefezza because um, obviously you have to take their defense into account. So well Mm. done to to all those four defenders: the Umtitis, the Basquerottos, the Gendres, all the Gallos. The Gallos. Amazing back four that remained consistent throughout the entire season. Strefezza to me looked like a Serie A player when they had just gotten promoted to Serie A. Um, he was that X-factor for them It goes mm-hmm. in 6 assists this season He won a lot of fouls He was constantly crossing the ball And having a pop from distance He's who you would fear When you go yeah. up against Lecce Their strikers didn't have phenomenal seasons They had Cissé with 6 goals And Colombo with 5 goals um, On the other side there was Di Francesco and Banda battling it out Oof. Di Francesco kind of took the cake over there Banda You'll But see not that. quite tops bro They're still quite far exactly. from the Exactly. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Strefezza stood out in that front three He stood out in the, in the entire team for me So he, he yeah. has to take the top
1: Flop Petzella for me Former Parma and Atalanta man Who should have played way more than he did Especially when you, when you go from starting most games with Atalanta To barely featuring for Lecture um, granted, I think um, Baroni had his his, four, his back four laid out And he stuck with them all season But Petzella should have definitely got more of a sniff than he Yeah. Did. Um,
2: when you consider that Banda was brought in for 4 million When they got promoted to Serie A And he failed to cement himself in the starting 11 Because of Di Francesco I would put him as my flop Mainly because of the 4 million for a team that would be tight on budget and that's the reason I put him. Fair I don't think he had a disgusting season. Don't get me wrong, but I think a lot of people would have been hyped about Banda, and I don't think he lived up to that hype. So flop.
1: For I me. I disagree, but I respect your opinion, bro. No <laughs> okay. I thought Banda was extremely technical, skillful, joy to watch. Um, granted, raw, extremely raw, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't mm. call him the flop by far. Okay. Unsung, for me, it was easy I think we might have the same answer yeah, here 3 to one Hulman, Hulman um, is a player that you don't notice very much Unless you watch very closely And you watch how the team operates yeah. But he is the glue No Hulman, no Lecce Exactly Another f- fantastic player in his position
2: Same metronome kind of role Yep That we we're talking about I have the fact that he's a metronome He's very street smart And he's very consistent And he linked the defense yes. to attack very well And broke down play very Top well Top clubs A role after Hulman They signed him for 15 million (sighs) Let's just sign Hulman for 15 million They fucking balled out for him bro Best win for me to one
1: against Lazio
2: uh, they beat Atalanta 2-1 twice this season, so okay. they got bragging rights over a uh, Europa League team, Gasperini's men, so Fair to enough. me that takes
1: it. I've lost your second in the league, that's also quite nice. Yeah. Um, worst loss was the Verona, no? Verona, they lost
2: twice to them, yeah. double loss to Verona. You lose once to Verona and you're a do-do shit. And then <laughs> they lost twice to Verona, so do-do yes. shit. <laughs> Lovely. Shredder. Spezia. No, Verona. Oh. Because they, you know, of course. beat them. So, they did, did you do Verona? You're joking. You didn't do Verona either, bro. You're a mess, man. <laughs> 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 I'm going to pause it again so that Jake can do his prep. <laughs> okay, we're back. It's your host, Matt, with the guy that thinks there th- that there are 18 teams. Insane. It's me, uh, bro. Okay. 18. Verona. Some people think that that should be the case, by the way. Ugh, idiots. Um, doesn't make that much of a difference, but it does. Hey, eh? it gives more I teams opportunity. Why, why would every other league in a top five have 20, but mm. Italy has 18?
1: What what's Italy lacking that other teams, that other leagues, fair enough, fair enough, have? Yeah, who's I Verona's
2: don't... top for you?
1: Verona's top for me is Darko Lazovic, who had four goals and six assists this season. He was versatile, played in different roles, wasn't only out on the wing. I thought he Created goal-scoring opportunities Where the midfield couldn't And and scored chances That the strikers couldn't as well
2: So for yeah. I me mean, Lazovic was the top He hit a new level this season Lazovic yes. um, He was known as the left wing back For Verona But Played as left wing Played as attacking midfielder Occasionally even as fucking striker yes. um, Lazovic For yes. me Easy to, uh, Flop Ciccarini was beaten a lot He was beaten a lot Got, got, got a couple of red cards If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken I thought about um, K-Doglazi bro Hey Douglasi, my expectations weren't high for him, not that mine were for well, Cecharini, but goals, if if yeah. you look at um, their back three, Verona, it could be any one of those, any one of those. Uh, but to me, Cecharini looked poor for the entire season. I don't even think that, what's his name, not Dragosin, not Dragovsky, what's his name? Um, what are you thinking about bro? Davidovich. Oh, okay. Davidovich, he wasn't great either. Like he was beaten yeah. a lot for a paceman throughout the season.
1: Okay. I think Lasagna's time in Serie a is over. Ah, probably. I think we should go. Yeah, he's He's Seabed, right? There there are strikers in Seabed who are better than Kevin Lasagna. Um, He plays twenty-six games for Kevin Lasagna, one goal, one assist, and one thousand five hundred and seventy-seven minutes. That is not good enough. Kevin Lasagna is my flop.
2: Fair enough. Uh, Unsung hero. Mine is in Gonj um, a lot of people wouldn't consider him to be one of the tops Because he came in halfway through the season um, He was out injured for a lot of that time um, But he saved them from relegation, quite frankly Especially in the Spezia playout He was on it, bro He was on it in the most important game of their season To me, he's the unsung hero
1: I wouldn't call him unsung, though He scored two goals in the playout final. final um, He... He scored many goals to keep their fight for survival possible. I wouldn't call him unsung. But you
2: see that? You see how you just instantly thought of the last game when, he came, no. when he came in. He changed. He, he, exactly. he changed things. He, yes. They went on that streak because but of ev- Engonj. But everyone knows that it was because of Engonj.
1: You ask the people of Hellas of Verona, why did Hellas stay up? They would all say Engonj was a massive factor to it. I don't know. I I look at Montepo, for example. Montepo, I have Montepo understood is as... A, Montepo and hero. Verdi are very good shouts. Not only Verdi, Hien, the centre-back as well. Right. Hien, yeah. Amazing player.
2: Very good. But so, yeah. yours is Hien?
1: Mine, uh, the, in the end, is H- Montepo, dude. Montepo. Oh, fair
2: enough, fair enough. Yes, yes but he... he um, uh, saved the penalty in the play-out, so is he the <laughs> <leader> <laughs> Fucking twerp. Fucking twerp. Okay, um... Best win for them? Best win
1: for Hellas Verona. There were not many. Um, you've got the 2-1 against Sampdoria. You've got the 2 nil against Cremonese. You've got the 2 against Lecce. 2-1 against Sassuolo. 2-1 <laughs> against Bologna. One against the, against one, that, 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 yeah. the Bologna one is mine. To Bologna, Bologna. Bologna. Yes.
2: Mine's the playout Final victory man They were <laughs> up They were up to the You're top right. so, uh, Absolutely right. That's obviously their best <laughs> win Because Because they stayed in Serie Because of it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes Let's let's go with that Their one. worst it's loss has to be. <laughs> sure. Their worst loss Has to be um, My god I, I have their 6-0 against Verona What am I doing Um 6 nil against Inter, bro. Against Inter, yes, yeah. While they were fighting relegation, the um, worst one. Terrible. I can't believe we both made that mistake. Yeah, <laughs> the Phoenix.
1: Anyway, after Verona, we've got Cremonese. No, Spezia.
2: dog, no. <laughs> Don't worry, Jeez.
1: I have them prepared. My top of the season is also the flop of the playout. It's in Zola. He's mm. got 13 goals, two assists in 32 games. Was by far their best player in the league in disappointed them in the playout but yes
2: 13 goals for one of the worst teams in the league Wow man you have to hand it to Inzola yeah. He stays in Serie a. I really see him at yeah. Atalanta Especially if they offload Hoilund Hul- oh, um, yeah. for yeah. the money I think Inzola is a very budget replacement yes. for a relegated side Turns out Manchester
1: United are shocked by Atalanta's demands of 80 million 80 million I, I think they forgot bro. How much they paid For Little Trower Or <laughs> whatever Flop
2: uh, Shumaridov Joined from Roma And failed to insert himself
1: Agreed Agreed I also have um, I have someone different though Kaldara Yeah
2: Kaldara wasn't great eh Kaldara
1: isn't great In general Has so much experience has a great CV With Juventus, Milan But really doesn't play like it
2: mm. Unsung hero I have Ampadu for his versatility and his industry. He was everywhere for them. I was going to
1: put him, but uh, he made a few mistakes. He made a few mistakes. He was dribbled kind of easily at times. I think his compatriot at the back,
2: Dimitrios Nikolaou. Fair, Looked more more solid for the majority of the
1: season. I put Nikolaou.
2: Fair. I think Ampadu would have um, impacted other areas more than Nikolaou. I just think Nikolaou was more consistent. Yeah. yeah, Best, Best win, win 2-1 over Inter Even though everyone got one 2-0 over Milan Towards the oh, end of okay. the season Milan were Champions League Semi-finals All that And uh, Spezia got it done over Fair there. enough
1: That's a good shout Worst loss uh, 4-0 Playout final Playout final <laughs> Playoffs final. Yeah. Fucking day. They weren't up to it. Like, they also lost 4 0 at home to Torino with two games to go while they were fighting for their lives. Yes. Now that
2: that sucked. Torino were so good in that game, but Spezia were so rubbish. They were so shit. They looked destined for the drop. Literally. Literally. Cremonese. Top. 3-2 Okereke. Uh, Okereke 7 goals, 2 assists Scored some fantastic goals And on his day He was great yes. There aren't many players You can look at Cremonese And say they were tops It was In between fact, him and Valeri from yes. And Schofani yes. yes But Okereke On his day Still on his day Because he's not consistent mm-hmm. Was their top Agreed Flop Afanajan Afanajan again. again joined from Roma And he looked he looked great at Roma, which is hilarious And then he failed to insert himself for such a shite team 23 games, 0
1: goals, 1 assist in the league There you go Unsung hero, Dan- Daniel Ciofani For me, despite being 37 years old He managed to get 8 league goals in 32 games um, Yeah, for me, Daniel Ciofani is the unsung hero
2: Fair enough um, I have Mate as the oh, unsung hero Oh, bro, I love Meite. I think he was brilliant I, I think agree. he was really good Yes, good player Best win? Um, 2-1 over Mourinho's Roma. Agreed. Where's the loss? 5-1 uh, against Bologna. Okay, I went for the 1-0 against Sampdre. Like, the 5-1 uh, uh, against Bologna, it, not because it was 5-1 to Bologna, because Orsalini oh, was on it that game, everyone was on it for Bologna in that game. But every single flaw they had that I noticed throughout the entire season got exploited in that one game against yeah. Bologna. Yeah. So... Yeah. That was the game of the magnificent Orsolini corner. Ah, yes.
1: Fantastic corner no, was
2: Magnificent corner there.
1: All right, up next. Sampdoria. Top. The final one. Manolo Gabbiadini. Yes. 35 games, 7 goals, 3 assists. And finally, finally, finally a season without many injuries. You don't often say that Gabbiadini managed 35 games in a season. So for me, he performed very well this year and he was the best player.
2: Dare we say... Dare we say that he was also versatile after being played out on the wing? <laughs> we could dare say it. we say that he yes, was yes, versatile. Yes, that, that's a fair shout.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, he played many games out on the wing as well. Poor guy. Flop. Sabiri. Hesse. Okay, fair enough. It's supposed to change. change I didn't It was like Nani would have been
2: the flop for Vinicius. But apparently.
1: my expectations of Hesse were less than my expectations for Sabiri. I didn't expect Sabiri to only have 18 appearances and two goals. I thought he would be better. It's I thought true, he would be true, a constant 30 games minimum. That it's true.
2: Thing. I'll still say Hesse because still that was like there. He was yeah. supposed to Come help them survive. He right.
1: hadn't even been playing football, bro. Yeah, that's true. He had like <laughs> retired. <or something. laughs> They're taking like a gap year from football. Unsung right? hero. Augello Nuitink Big Bram Big Big fucking Bram Bram. They're both good shouts They're both good shouts Augello played every single game Except one of them 37 appearances 2 goals 5 assists Solid at the back Good going forward Looks dependable Could be a
2: vice Anyone For the top teams Yeah I I agree I think Nuitink Odinese Let them go prematurely Mm -hmm. I think they could have Still used them for a couple more years um, He joined Sampdoria And for a while They actually looked decent With with, with Nuitink in place so He's good To gram. me he's the unsung hero best Not win? that they have any yes. Heroes After finishing last In Serie A But Which whatever.
1: of Sampdoria's Three victories Was their best one I'm gonna go for the 3-1 victory Over Hellas Verona
2: I thought that But Verona Finished in the bottom four So I went for Their 2-1 away victory To Sassuolo
1: Okay fair Because
2: enough. Sassuolo Were actually okay at Fair enough their worst loss, four Three nil away to, to Salernitana. Ah, oh, fair enough. I put five nil Fiorentina, simply because out of all their losses, it was the worst one. Mm, I put four nil to Salernitana because Salernitana aren't as good as Fiorentina. Yeah, fair me. enough. Wow, and man! That's that. That's wow, a, it was a bumpy ride. Right? Yee- literally stop before it's two
1: hours <laughs> we we'll have to prove a point guys well, thank you if you made it this far guys um, do check us out on instagram and tiktok if you want to be in touch with us you can subscribe to our patreon and we'll add you to the whatsapp group um, it's popping. everything is good thank you very much we love you and we also have a message from andy one of our patreons Let's see. One of our patrons, sorry, I'm becoming patrons. Matthews.
2: Let's see what he says. We haven't heard the team. We haven't
1: heard it. Let's see.
2: Become a patron of Siri Spotlight, one of the most comprehensive and in-depth Italian podcasts about
1: Bosch. Andy, Andy, Go, Andy. I'm love I love Bosch, you, baby. Woo! Yes, an Englishman
2: with taste yes yeah absolutely brother one that would choose a nice cornetto and cappuccino for breakfast rather than a beans on toast mm. so we have to appreciate andy love you andy love, you, love andy. all andy. our people. man you're a legend love all our listeners thank you very much for tuning into this one guys we've been seria spotlight don't forget to follow us on instagram tiktok and twitter give us a five star rating wherever you're listening feel free to join our patreon we're definitely not gonna dislike you if you join um, and you'll have the opportunity to, to make your voice heard just like Andy did. But thank you for listening. Thank you for being so patient with jake in this episode. <laughs> thank you, guys. And we'll come up with some shit for next week. So we'll see you next week. See you next week.
1: You we ain't touching nothing that I do. I mean, no disrespect. The bars today was dropping over there and make them switch connect. Aye. Get anything I want and making sure I never miss a step. Aye. Only thing we ever focused on is secrets.